He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. And let me tell you, they're telling us America's failing, failing. They're dead wrong. They're dead wrong. America isn't failing. America's winning. Name me a single objective we've ever set out to accomplish that we've failed on. Name me one in all of our history. Not one. Dear God, somebody get Joe some happy cream. Yelling again. I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. That was Joe doing what he does. Was someone talking to him or was he just yelling? <laughs> he just was he just was getting feisty up there at the mic. <laughs> but, but I love I love and pardon for our tardiness, folks. Um, we had some issues we were trying to sort through here. But I, I love when he makes this remark. Name something we set out to do that we didn't accomplish. Okay, I've got a list. You, I, mean, I do too. I mean, let I mean we could talk through some of these items, right? Like, remember he ra he he ran on. Uh, he didn't really even run a campaign, but some of the words that he said uh, from his basement or from those small gatherings with five six people and their car horns. Uh, he talked about being a president for all Americans. Talked about bringing the country together. That was a campaign promise, right? Joe, we hate each other, bro. To the point where it's irreconcilable. The country is not irreconcilable. I think we could, with 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 the, the hand of God involved, get it back on track. But our relationship with the other side is a hot mess. It's done. It is dead in the water. By the way, let's keep going with the list here. That's just one point. How's the border going? Says we've restored the law and order multiple times. Nope. Haven't done that either. Bring America back on the international stage. How many times has he said that? We're back. If you mean being raped and taken advantage of, laughed at all along the way, then okay, maybe. If you mean getting into forever wars again, you've crushed all those things. And again, it kind of comes down to you. You have to remember what someone de determines to be a success for them is different than what we determine a success. A success for America would be unity and a strong border, national security, a strong economy, an education system that wasn't focused on, on telling children to cut their genitals off. Those would be some wins. But if you're a communist, all those things we just listed and the list, we could literally, we could talk about it for three hours if we wanted to. His list is, is that long. But all those things are wins for the, for the communists. In the back boardrooms, you know, all the, wherever they do, Delaware, when he's there 40% of the time doing his meetings with, with Barack and whoever else he's meeting with there, they're, they're making this list and they are checking things off, no doubt. If you're a communist who wants to fundamentally destroy the government institutions in America, culture in America, then you're nailing it. You're nailing it. You absolutely have set out to do something pretty remarkable in tearing down a country. Oh, yeah. And we, the Republicans can join in in the blame too with the with the inflation reduction act yes which that's the green new deal 100 they're celebrating it's the one year anniversary of that we're going to talk about that today uh no we're absolutely i in fact think and i said it i think i said it yesterday we are to blame the american people burden the most blame of of everyone not because we're as sick and sadistic and twisted as these people are but because we've been dumb or lazy, or like, oh, I hope this doesn't happen. I hope something changes. That's not a plan. Hope's not a plan. 
we've let this happen to us for a long time. And 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 I'm not I'm not skirting or or taking myself out of that picture either. For the longest time, I was I was an idiot on some of this stuff. We all were. We didn't understand. We knew DC was had some issues. There's corruption there. We knew the media has sucked for a long time. We didn't know the extent of it. None of us did. But now we do, and we have for a while, and we haven't done enough to stop it. And we haven't put enough people in office who have the balls to stop it. That's that's the problem. Audio is good, apparently. Yeah. Uh, did you see what I said? I said I was asking for a friend. <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to make sure that we had program going out because we're having issues with the Twitter space. So, yeah. Yeah. All good. We're here. We're going to have some fun. We got a lot of stuff. We... We have a lot of memes, and I, I venture to say some of the memes are pretty good. Zach sent me one last night that made me hurl almost. <laughs> I, I don't throw up. I've thrown up like five times in my you life. You know what? I almost did. I have like we already have like fifteen. I have like fifteen more. We could have like a. I sent you at least twenty. I know, but I'm saying I have I have on my phone fifteen more. So we could have like a meme tastic extravaganza. Yeah, if you extravaganza. Want. Yeah. We might we might have to. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'll start pulling them in. So, but we're gonna get into some stuff today. We're gonna obviously talk Trump. We're gonna talk all of this stuff. We're gonna talk Biden. We're gonna talk the Democrats who are celebrating the one year anniversary of the Inflation Reduction Act. We've got Vodka Granny who's super excited. Clearly had been drinking vodka as she was at the podium trying to celebrate this. We've got David Hawk. We're going to talk about that punk little kid. He, he sat down with Jen Psaki, and we're going to share parts of that conversation. We've got meme-tastic. We've got a ton of things to get into. So hang with us. Let's get after it now. Before we do, though, please, guys, make sure I tell you this every day. Uh, Biden keeps touting his accomplishments, and if you look at it from his angle, he is because he wants to destroy the country. And he's doing a great job. And with that, and with all that the Democrats are doing, they are hurting our economy in a big way. And everyone's 401ks, IRAs, saving accounts, everyone's dollars are at risk here. So call our friends at American Alternative Assets. You can get this entirely free wealth protection guide. Have a great discussion with the team there who will walk you through this. And then take advantage of a legal tax loophole where you can, you can transition your funds into precious metals. Whether it's all of them, a percentage of them, whatever it might be, hedge your bets. Be smart here. Don't let Biden's disastrous economy, don't let, let the, the coming of the digital dollar affect you, your dollars, your freedom. Don't let any of that happen. Get ahead of it. Be smart. Once it happens, guys, once, once we take a big hit, it's too late. So call our friends at American Alternative Assets now. You can call 1-833-233, uh, the number two, USA Gold. It's 833-287-2465, or you can visit protectfrombiden.com. Okay, so we're talking all the things that Joe screwed up. And again, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the list would be so exhaustive that we would not be able to fit it in here. But we, <clears throat> we do consistently talk about those things. So we're kind of just always making a list. Maybe that's what we do this Christmas. Instead of the 12 interviews, it's the 12 mistakes, but it's more the than 12. 12. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nothing says merry and cheer like... Joe like, Biden fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but among the biggest one that I didn't list earlier, obviously, was the Afghan withdrawal. That was maybe the worst thing, at least in terms of policy, that he's done, in terms of showing how dumb he and his command staff are. But now, sticking with Afghanistan... We've got some more news kind of in that periphery, okay, in, the, in, in, the, in, that, in that realm. 
because you've you've got a potential plea deal that the Biden administration and and lawyers are working on that would give Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, you know, the guy who is one of the masterminds behind the attack, and four others a break. If this deal, it's not it's not official yet to be clear, but if this if it went through, you would have no more death penalty for the people who killed nearly 3,000 Americans, committed the worst attack in American history. That's insanity. There was a letter that was sent to the families who lost loved ones in the attack and said, quote, the office of the chief prosecutor has been negotiating and is considering entering into pretrial arrangements. That right there is code for you're about to get fucked and so is justice. That's, that's the translation there. It added that while no plea agreement had been finalized and may never be finalized, it is possible that a pretrial arrangement, again, they're just trying to soften the blow, in this case, would remove the possibility of the death penalty. The New York Post <clears throat> cites a—I'm <clears throat> doing two articles here. You've got the New York Post who's citing an Associated Press report that in their letter dated August 1st, military prosecutors pledged to consider the views of the 911 families, 911 families, before accepting any plea deals, and the, and the note asks recipients to respond to the FBI's Victim Services Division by Monday— with any comments or questions about the potential agreements. I would love to be someone answering that phone right now. Actually, I wouldn't. Let me take that back. I would love to hear recordings. <laughs> not be, not be the one. Yeah. <laughs> but this, the case involving Mohammed and the four others being held in Guantanamo Bay has been, according to this article and the AP pushing it, has been mired in legal disputes and delays, particularly concerning enhanced interrogation techniques used by CIA operatives after the men were apprehended. You, you cannot, you cannot make decisions like this. There, you, you, I look back to Obama, who broke the the rule of we never negotiate with terrorists. He he did, big big change. You're now talking about a plea deal with the men who executed the worst attack on American history. Changed countless. Yes, there was three thousand, almost three thousand people who were killed, and all of their family members affected. But it's so much bigger than that. I spent my entire adult life damn near overseas because of this event. Other people did. Tom was over sh shooting and embedding with units. People, we've lost friends. We've lost family members. The, the, the count goes well beyond the 3,000 because it's just bigger than that. But you, you have to, you set precedence by punishing people in a manner that's proportionate to their crimes. The death penalty doesn't even seem like it's good enough for what they did. You set precedents by enforcing laws and punishing our own, meaning government officials and other Americans, too, so that others don't think they can get out of line and get away with it. So others don't think they can weaponize law enforcement agencies, intelligence agencies. You don't give participation trophies to young people or tell kids they're good at something when they aren't. You punish people according to what they did. You tell people the truth. You just do the right thing. Sometimes it's uncomfortable. In fact, most of the time it is. But if you don't, if you don't fight through that and have those uncomfortable moments, do the right thing in those times. What you get is what we're experiencing now. Everything's breaking around us. The people who caused havoc 22 years ago, what, tw yeah, 22 years ago, are, are potentially getting a break here. Now, some will argue, well, they're still in prison. They've been there forever. And your former colleagues have interrogated the shit out of them. Yeah, they did, and they should have. This, this, this is, it's such a frustrating thing to hear.
It's a very frustrating thing to hear, and I, it, I'm not surprised that this administration is, is taking this tact. And to me, there's a couple of things at play with the reason why the, they want to have a plea deal. Number one, first and foremost, is the fact that they need this plea deal, because if this do, goes, does go to trial— then the defense is going to have to have all the discovery materials presented to them. And we all know that all of this evidence always leads back to Saudi Arabia. Right. And the the people in the alphabet agencies want to keep that a secret. They want to keep that a secret longer than, than the JFK files. To them, that that's the holy grail, because they don't want to show—the the deep state doesn't want to show this direct link to Saudi Arabia and September 11th. That's been obvious since, since the beginning and since every investigation that we've had on it. And number two, they don't want—the the intel community— doesn't want to know how dirty they were and what hand they played in the lead up to September 11th. And I'm sure and I'm just speculating and I'm sure you know there's sound of conspiracy coming from my voice, but we all know from what we know now, we know how twisted and sort of horrible People in the intel world have to be with other people when they're working sources, and sometimes they have to ignore certain things, even though the rest of us would find that unconscionable. But it has to do with their usefulness and how they can be used later on. So all of those things put together with, with, with the, the intel community and also— with uh, with the deep state and the ties to Saudi Arabia, that that's the main reason. But this should this should tell everybody what they need to know about the Department of Justice. Right, they're willing to take a plea deal from the mastermind of September 11th, but are forcing Trump to go to trial. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, they're all the, uh, those are the two main things for sure on the top of your tongue. But all the things we always talk about. How they've, how they've, they, they have done the Gretchen Whitmer case, they've, the fake kidnapping, how they've not solved pretty big deal crimes in America with, with Vegas, with the, 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 thank, thank God it didn't go off, but the pipe bomb on January 5th, the, um, the one you always love to reference in Nashville, the Christmas Day, Christmas Nashville. Day. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things like, okay, so this is actually what you're paid to really do and you can't do it. And I would argue they can, and they have. They're just not. They're just not telling you. But yeah, I mean, this this is. I mean, right now, you you covered it best there, Tom. You've got a weaponized DOJ going after a political opponent. It is clear as day. We're going to talk later. Most Americans agree. Seventy plus percent think that the crimes that Trump's being charged for are not that big of a deal. That includes both parties. People just saying, yeah, I don't like him, but this doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. And yet you've got them going after him nonstop to try and get him out of the way, breaking a, making a deal, not breaking, making a deal with Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. It, I, I, don't, I don't know how anyone's not awake and paying attention now. I, I posted some stuff last night. Um, actually, I didn't. Someone from the social team posted a, an older clip. It wasn't even from the Georgia indictment. <clears throat> And it was, um, I think it had to do with the, the Jack Smith one, and it got posted on Twitter and Insta and some of those places the other day. And 
and it's so crazy to see the responses like everyone poured in on that i had to mute the damn thing just because it was it was a ton of them and it was all raging liberals oh you're upset because you know your things aren't going your way and then trump committed a crime and you guys don't understand the crimes like no, no no you don't understand and you're talking to someone who's not some MAGA person. I'm, I've never considered myself a MAGA person. I'm just not. I, I want make, to make America great again, but I'm not going to be a part of some club that you have to agree with everything. I'm going to do my own thing. You guys know that about me. And I like him. I like Trump. I love America more. But they come after you because they assume everyone is like that. It's like, no, I'm saying, and the video was just talking about how basically these are free speech crimes mm-hmm. or they're attacking free speech in the charges. Like that, and 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 they can't see it. They're that dumb. It is so remarkable how dumb some people are out there. The the hatred that people have toward Trump just totally obscures their vision of seeing the big field. They can't they can't get over it. It just blurs everything for them, and they refuse to look outside of this little box. And if Trump. If he is guilty of all these crimes that we've been told about, every, you know, for the last seven, eight years or so, don't it, it? It would come down to a federal prosecutor like Jack Smith having this big case all to himself, with all the power of the DOJ behind him. All these other peripheral cases in Miami and in New York and now in Atlanta. They would have been like, back off. Nobody's screwing up this case that the feds have been working on. So everybody, stay in your lane. Don't do anything. We've got this. He's going down, and this is the only case that we need. But since you have all these other little cases popping up, what they're trying to do is death by a thousand cuts because they don't have the one knockout punch that they thought that they could always have ever since Trump came down on the escalator. Yeah. No, it's 100%. Cat said it best in the in the space yesterday. They're thro- I mean, they're throwing everything they can against the wall. They're hoping something sticks. Yeah. And and that's what's in. We're going to we're going to get back into that conversation here in a little bit. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back there, we're going to talk about Biden, who once again is telling everyone that he's cut the debt by 1.7 trillion. He hasn't. We all know that, but he he said it again. We'll talk about it right after the break. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results
go. Work it, baby. Work it. Yes, there we go. There we go. Oh, baby dimple. Yes. Hey, Drew. Yes. Yeah. Cruise your strips. Oh, arch the back, arch the back, arch the back, more back, arch, there it is. All right, welcome back. We've got Joe, who, again, you know, we started the show, him saying, name one thing we set out to accomplish that we didn't. He yelled it. One yep. thing. One thing. <laughs> Got pretty feisty, pretty feisty, and and he continued his his day of lying. We've got more Biden lying uh, with this thing that he continues to say. He continues to talk about how he's cutting debt by the trillions, which is not even remotely true. Here here was the comment: We actually cut the federal debt the deficit by 1.7 trillion dollars. Hear me? The first two years we cut the debt by 1.7 trillion dollars. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. I wish I could just say numbers like that right. and be fine. Ah, oh, it would be nice. But he's look, he's made the same claim on numerous occasions. And in April, he earned a bottomless Pinocchio rating from the Washington Post. The Washington Post, a very liberal paper. paper and, and from a liberal fact checker, Glenn Kessler. Kessler called the claim highly misleading. And he had previously given Biden three Pinocchios when he made a different version of the claim in September of last year. Kessler wrote in this eight in April 2023, quote, he keeps saying it over and over, but by our count, at least 30 times since June, he's taken credit for reducing the budget deficit by 1.7 trillion. You've got a Washington Post libtard calling out the president of the United States saying, not only were you wrong once, but you keep saying this shit over and over and over again. And I guarantee you it's probably higher than 30, but that's a stinging, piece of commentary from from the wash po there he wrote that the additional pandemic relief funds enacted by biden as well as other new policies caused a more modest decline in the deficit than was projected for 2021 and 2022 he also went on to say all told in those two years biden increased the national debt about 850 billion dollars more than originally projected in may the nonpartisan congressional budget office revealed that the federal government under biden had run a near $1 trillion federal deficit in the first seven months of fiscal year 2023. First seven months. It found that in those months alone, the federal government had racked up $928 billion. So what's remarkable about this claim is, is not only is it just not true, right? So a lie is a lie. You've told a lie. You're trying to convince the people that you're doing a good job and that you understand what room you're in, which is probably another thing he couldn't do. But you've literally almost raised the debt by as much as you're saying you've reduced it. It's like the, the jobs that he said, oh, look what the jobs we brought back. Well, you took them away first, Mr. President. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, th this is always I mean, all of his lies and the fantasies that he has in his head are, are fascinating to me. But this one's remarkable. We've cut it by 1.7 trillion. It's not like when he says we've cut inflation and it's down marginally while it's still super high. Or we've cut gas prices. You set a national historic record, the highest gas price in the history of the United States of America. And then you brought them down some. By the way, they're going back up. You brought them down some. He's like, gas prices are down. But yes, you set a record <laughs> for the worst prices ever. 
And now you're saying we cut it by 1.7 trillion when you added a trillion. You've added a trillion in less than a year this year. I don't know how you make that connection. I don't even know how you can, I get, I, I, I get the methodology and the strategy behind saying, let's just tell Americans these things are down. Gas prices, inflation, you know, wages or whatever. Make up something that's, you can, it's, it's Miller's law, right? It's just slightly twisted. But this one, this one is such a leap. I, I don't even know how you could say it with a straight face. I would, I would say it and start laughing and then slap whatever chick or dudes next to me is ass because I'm a, a former athlete. I'm, I'm used to slapping people's asses. But like, like, did you see that? I mean, it, I just, I just told, it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And you know what's also ridiculous is the last minute of you talking about this, the interest that, comp that has compounded in that last minute on close to <laughs> a trillion dollars is about $450,000. We just, in your one minute talking about this story is how much we accumulated. That's, that's, that's very true. Yeah. But Joe, he always, he's got this loop of lies that, that, that he's constantly on, you know, about, you know, uh, creating jobs is one of them, along with the 1.7. But it goes along with, I'm Joe Biden, Joe Biden's husband. I might be Irish, but I'm not dumb. Don't jump. I've traveled 18,000 miles with she, not a joke. Think I'm kidding. It all, he's got the same tired loop over and over yeah. again. So this 1.7 trillion, no matter how much this fact checker comes out and says that he's full of shit and how many times <laughs> we redo it, the mainstream media is never going to pick up on it because they're going to find the little loophole in this that the fact that the fact checker's not paying any attention to, he's just looking at straight numbers. Right. But what the commies do is they find one little loophole that they can hang their hat yeah. on and say, I don't even know how this is, you know, this is where the savings came from. And it's clear that it's not. Yeah. Well, and, and that, and also <clears throat> it's, it's as ridiculous as it sounds and ridiculous as it is, they're able to, because of this weird ass world that we live in now, they're able to, when they know they're cornered and they're lying and they're caught lying, just be like, yeah, but, but Republicans are awful, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. And then instead of being like, well, hold on, yes, they are, but, and I agree to a certain extent, but let's, let's address the lie real quick. But everyone moves on and just piles on to that. Yes, absolutely. Or it could be anything. Like, they just distract. Did you see Barbie? Did you see that Barbie beat out this movie and that movie? Don't you think Trump's an asshole? Don't you think that, like... And then everyone just goes there. And meanwhile, Joe and all the people, not, not him, but the people pulling the strings are like, this is great. And they turn and walk the other way. Yeah, that's why we've had so many culture issues happening over the summer, because everything is going up in price. And what do you need? You need some sort of a smokescreen to keep you insulated from what's going on and what everybody feels. So what better way is to come back and say, oh, men should be able to shower with women now in elementary schools. <laughs> so it's just a... This this whole cycle just always repeats itself. Once the Democrats get into a problem that it doesn't seem like there's any way out of, their angle and weasel all the time is to find something cultural, and especially if it's in the realm of LGBTQ, anything like that, or anything race-related, race they can glom onto. Right. And I understand if the number he said, like, what's the amount that's gone to Ukraine now? 
Oh, total. It depends on uh, it depends on what's gone and what's been project. Like we've pledged hundreds of billions. I think what's gone is what sixty or seventy billion or something. I think like that. So, yeah. so I'd understand if he was like, "Oh, we've saved it one hundred and ten billion dollars." Like, no, Joe, that's the money we've sent to Ukraine. Oh, I mean, we sent that to Ukraine. That would be but the fact that he's like one point two trillion dollars. Like, oh, where's this number coming from? Well, and the fact that he keeps saying it I mean, over again, and over again. And you've got the freaking Washington Post saying. Uh, no, you got to call bullshit on this one. We've got to try and pretend that we're fair and balanced, so we're going to just call stuff out every once in a while. And this is one that's so egregious that we have to do it. But those funds have been reallocated. It's not like it was the same. It wasn't like that 1.7 went on and was in the minus category of the national debt right now. Right. All those funds have been re- re- reallocated. Yeah. And from what I've been hearing, I think it was um, uh, Lee, Senator Lee. Um, Mike Lee, Utah. Mike Lee from Utah. Yeah. In an interview that I saw with him, he was mentioning that it's something like 500, or it was a lot. I want to say close to like 10 or 20 billion was allocated and put into a fund to be determined. What's the name of the fund? <laughs> the was, old TB, TBD yeah, fund. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it was labeled as this fund. I don't think it was TBD, but it was put in this fund to say, we're going to hold on to this because something will pop up and we've got money for a pet project. Yeah. Sounds about we should, right. We should have one of those. We, I'd, I'd love to have <laughs> yeah. that. If anyone just wants to give us a TBD fund, that would be yeah. great. <laughs> we'll start a GoFundMe. Yeah, we've got, no, Give, Send, Go. Give, Send, Go. Give, Excuse Send, me. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Barb's Barb's making spaghetti sauce and, and meatballs, which sounds amazing. That meatball that I that you gave yeah, me at I lunch. I was just was... gonna say I ordered some meatballs today, and the, <laughs> these guys are some honkers. I don't. That's not the right term, but I mean they're. I mean they're like they're easy. They're baseball size. Uh, racquetball. Just go with yeah, the base, fucking yeah, baseball. Yeah, sure, baseball. baseball. It's a very small baseball, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> baseball for midgets. It's a it's a midget baseball. <laughs> Um, but man, they were delicious. I'm sure yours are Barb. Barb's always cooking, farming, doing something amazing. We just sit here and, and, and yap at all of you guys. Um, you know, there was actually one little person who had an at bat in major league baseball. I don't please really? do. Tell. Yeah. White Sox, Eddie Goodell. He was the bat boy and Bill Vec put him in to deliberately walk him because <laughs> the strike zone was only like four inches. Yeah. And so Eddie walked, and they put in a pinch runner. And before he got up to bat, <laughs> Bill Veck pulled him aside and said, "Look, you little son of a bitch! Don't you swing at any pitch? Now get up there." <laughs> <laughs> three foot seven. Three, three foot, foot seven. Three foot seven. Yeah. God bless that that little man. Well, you got to pinch run him, and I know this sounds insensitive, but you can't get him to round the base. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Once like, he gets on first, okay, you're done, sir. You yeah. can go sit down. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's something. Uh, I'm sure we'll get some mail from that one. Yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, their legs can't go that fast. They just—they're not long enough. It's not their fault. A uh, three-seven. I mean, you figure three-seven. That's like a twelve-inch leg. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe eighteen inches. No. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Well, I'm glad that we I'm glad that we had this sidebar here. <laughs> there we go, Eddie Goodell. I've always used Eddie Goodell as an alias. Now that I've just mentioned it, now you can't I use it. Yeah, my, my gotcha. alias. Tell you what, alias is getting tougher now with biometrics. <laughs> I think it would be tough. I think it'd be tough to do the old job. Um, okay, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we've got another clip of Joe, who decided that he just 
He couldn't help himself, had to get a creepy moment in with the kids. You've probably seen what I'm talking about. We'll show it to you. And then Vodka Granny getting after it like she knows how to do. That's all coming up on the other side of the break. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government new digital dollar visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started again that's protectfrombiden.com get more of drew and this is my show with coin club exclusively on the rvm network coin club members get a this is my show challenge coin an exclusive friday morning show for coin club members only automatic entry into show related sweepstakes and other in-studio bonuses plus members get access to all other premium content on the rvm network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com so join the club and carry your coin with pride go to dbcoinclub.com Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. Tired of working for the man, exhausting yourself for limited income, and spending your own money on yourself? Stop and smell the isosceles, triangle that is. At Pyramid Financial Group, we value your success almost as much as ours. Our team of experienced advisors will take your money and other people's money and put it into our pocket for a small fee and a possible return. So quit your job and quit saving your money for yourself. Our team of advisors at Pyramid Financial Group could use you and your funds. Get in touch now to learn more. Pyramid Financial can only guarantee their own success. Most team members at Pyramid Financial Group lose significant financial resources, friendships, and in some cases, family members. Three individuals have made large financial gains, but all three are founding members of Pyramid Financial Group. So we've got a picture now. Now that we've gone into the Eddie Gazelle... I think the rest of the episode is just talking about him. It's just going to be about the fascinating story of 26-year-old, 3'7", Eddie Gazelle. Goodell. Goodell, whatever. Yeah, he's not He's not an animal. He's dead. He can't say anything. <laughs> um, so here's Goodell. Eddie Goodell 
at that bat. The catcher drops to his knees. <laughs> still a ball. Look at that. Still, still a ball. <laughs> still taller, I think, than, than Eddie standing. Uh, and there he is in his in all his glory. How much did he weigh, Tom? Sixty pounds. Sixty pounds. Sixty pounds. Wow. That that's a that's a small strike zone right there. It is. Well, that's like Tom was saying. That's why they just were like, we're walking. <laughs> Wow. Which has got to suck if you're the catcher, if it's an intentional walk there, because you got to get down on your knees. But then if you're going to get up and stand to the side, there's a lot of up and down. It's a lot of up and down, which is, I guess, well, the world that catchers live in. Well, they could just, yeah, exactly. I mean, they, but he could have also just stood off to the side. They just could have thrown four balls. He doesn't have to reset. So. He doesn't have to. Yeah. But it looks like according to... The, the picture, picture. He did. Yeah, I love in this photo how close the photographer is standing to the batter's box. <laughs> it's yeah, like he's right. He's there. just outside the other box. We should get this framed up in the studio. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Joe decided to be creepy again. I don't think he decided. I think it just comes out of him, right? But we masked two little clips together here. One where he said he was going to be good. Th these are different events. But he said he was going to be good. I think it was the same day, though. But he just can't. He can't be good. He can't not be naughty. So he said this. I'm going to be a good boy. I'm going to keep the Irish in me down a little bit. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. And Daddy owes you. No, oh, God. So talk to me afterwards. Okay, so it was the same event. Stranger danger. <laughs> he sounds so gross when he's talking to or about children. He, he, go with me here for a second. He, he pauses while talking about children, and it kind of sounds like a mini O. Like, like it does. Like. Joe, what did you just do <laughs> down there? Um, you're you're sick. I know where all the ice cream places are. And, and Daddy owes you. Yeah, you Daddy can't owes use you. Okay, I get the point he's trying to make. Was he pulling a Tom there? Dude, adding he's Daddy. Hacking my material. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, he is. He, wa he watches the show. He, he probably should. I know. Uh, after two days of talking about how creepy whatever you put after Daddy is, <laughs> and there he goes, Joe Biden coming up to the plate for us. Yeah, you can't. You can't say Daddy. Your <laughs> your parents owe you. Say that. Say that. And by the way, they don't. You owe them. You all owe us. You bunch of little bitches. Uh, we love you, but you, but but you do. You owe us. It's not the other way around. Um, but he, he, his stories too. I mean, the way that he's talking and the things he talks about. He always references things like like from the fifties and sixties, or as if he was in the fifties and sixties still. <laughs> I, it's time to take Darlene to the pizza parlor, then on to the picture show, to the so soda shop, to the soda shop. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> No, no kids act like that nowadays. Remember we saying, oh, parents, you got to turn on the TV, turn on the radio, turn on the phonograph. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Did he say phonograph? A <laughs> uh, record player. <laughs> it is. He, he is stuck in this weird sort of time frame of like. 1952 in 1967, and, and nothing has changed for him in that time period. And so every reference he has is back to that time period. Yeah. Well, and he expects—you can tell because he's a you know political elite, 
super wealthy thanks to his cokehead son and all their deals and, and everything else he has done. But like you can tell he expects everyone to go back there with him. But the problem is, is people either weren't there or or they don't want to. They want to progress and move along with their lives. It's just remarkable. Uh, I'm going to do something a little different, guys. I'm going to ask the question of the day now. We're going to get into a couple more stories, and then we're going to respond and talk about the rest of, of your responses and a couple other things after the next break, which we're not going to now. But I'm going to ask it now. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Would you buy meat from someone selling it from a van? Is this cooked or raw? Or does it not matter? No, I kind of, I, I kind of, I, I think you could go either way with it. Okay. All right. Would you buy meat from someone selling it from a van? That's the awkward question of the day. We'll get to your responses here in a little bit. Uh, make sure everyone's hitting that like button. If you have not already, please hit that button. Please make sure you're subscribed, whether it's Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, slash X, Getter, wherever you are watching, please make sure you hit that button. If you're on YouTube, please make sure you're subscribed every day because, yet again, we had a sponsor come in today who had been unsubscribed three out of the last five days. So it's kind of a thing. You just got to put, like, set an alarm on, on, your, on your phone, resubscribe to, to Drew's YouTube page. It's a pain in the ass, um, but that's how they play the game, so that's how we have to do it. So as you're sending those responses in, again, we'll talk about it here shortly, too. You had Pelosi, who was out wearing her yellow, dressed to impress, thanking Biden. And the wicked wine country witch of the West heaped her praises on the back of Joe Biden for all the accomplishments of his presidency. Here's what Vodka Granny had to say. We all want to thank the president for making all the difference in the world with an agenda of diversity, inclusion, innovation, and justice Always. Can someone get her an Apple box? Uh, an Apple box or just <laughs> lower the mics? <laughs> Something. Something's got to change there. But, I mean, she's done this before. She's done MSNBC, CNN interviews where she sits there and she heaps praises on Joe Biden. And I get why you have to do it. But it shows just how broken of a human she is. We all know she is. By standing there and even being willing to do it. I get playing along. I get doing your part. Okay, our party needs this. Our party needs you to say this. You've got to convince the people to believe this or that. But everyone's got a line, right? Somewhere where you're like, no, I won't. I, look, I, I agree with you on seven, eight out of ten things. I won't do this. I won't stand up there and ruin my brand for this. I do that a lot on conservative stuff. There's a lot of things conservatives say and believe. It's like, you know what? I don't, I'm not going along with that. Oh, you have to. You have to. All conservatives do. No, they don't. She, But she goes along with it, and she pours it on. I mean, but we talked about this earlier. Nancy, what can you actually point to? Anyone. Not just Nancy, because Nancy, I mean, it's, it's almost four. I mean, Nancy's been passed out for a long time. <laughs> what can you point to for Joe Biden that has been a success? What can you point to that's made your, I won't say your life better because we know you're just sitting there drinking vodka and eating your fancy ice cream, but what has made your constituents who you know not a fucking thing about, what's made their life better? Fake boobs on the uh, White House lawn. He did that. I did that on a man. Yeah, on a man. <laughs> well, the difference They is... were nice boobs, though. I, I mean, whatever. I'm as gonna... far as boobs go. Yeah. For the rest of us, we have shame and humility. Inside of us, and we know that when we're not being 
overly honest <laughs> and and especially when somebody wants you to get to wants you to do something you don't want to do it's like i really don't want to do this how am i going to get out of it i got to figure out a way because i don't want to be associated in this realm right whereas somebody like her who has no shame no introspection no no form of humility whatsoever it's totally easier, easy to go in there and just rattle off the cuff. Notice what she talked about or, uh, of his achievements, and I didn't write the last one down, but I have diversity. She said diversity, uh, inclusion, innovation, and there was one more that I had missed. But those are just words. She's just putting words together to make a sentence. I mean, if by innovation does she mean banning gas stoves or gas generators banning air conditioning or forcing people to drive electric cars that's not innovation that's forced behaviors right and the same thing with inclusion you know if we're talking inclusion are we talking forced inclusion are we talking forced exclusion is that what you mean forced exclusion by saying it best buy can only have people of color in their management program or um the the other company that that had the same sort of promotional uh process and Liberty then, Mutual, yeah. Yeah, at Liberty Mutual, yeah. And then she goes in, in into diversity, and it's like, all right, well, what do you mean by that? Do you mean by somebody who check off boxes to put within cabinet-level positions or to put in positions of the government just because it makes you feel better and you can check off one of the markings on the gay flag? Is that is that what you're talking about? There, there's, no, there's nothing of substance in what she said. Yeah, no. And there never is, because that's how they play the game. They come up with words or you know, speeches full of words that make it sound like they're saying something and makes it seem to the casual observer like they're, in fact, doing something when, when they're, they're not. Well, they're not according to what we want. They're not, they're not hitting any marks or accomplishing any goals according to what everyday Americans want. They are, again, they, they come out on top. They always are A-OK. Um, but she wasn't done. We got one last clip for her before we go to break and hit the second hour. The cackling alcoholic with an eating disorder wasn't done celebrating uh, Joe Biden. Here's the famous boozer sounding more like Dean Martin than a dried up old hag. Here, listen to what she says here. You know that, Mr. Markey, because you did a similar thing in the uh, uh, earlier Congress. Thank you for your leadership. That's an applause line. <laughs> That's so bad. Did, what was the hand motion there? Uh, that's an applause line. I just love it how it's like, did, she's like, did someone hit the button on the applause light? Because they're not applauding. Oh, my gosh. Somebody, for the love of God, take her keys before she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, I mean, that's an applause line. <laughs> I mean, it's, she, she sounds, I mean, I know we always talk about it, but I'm, I'm dead serious. Like, we talk about it because we're serious. We do pick fun on her because she's an awful person, but she she sounds drunk almost all the time. It's remarkable. I, on <clears throat> Capitol Hill, in a press conference where everyone has come, it's like it, most people in those situations are like, okay, what's the schedule for today? I've got a presser at four. I'd really like a drink right now. But I'm just going to wait. Maybe I have one. I'm going to wait, and then I'll have one at 4.15. I've just got to get through that. Not Nancy. Nancy's like, fuck it. It's 10.30. Let's go, bitches. And she's, I mean, they're, they're just going to town, which brings out, I mean, I, what, I mean, what, this maybe has been a question of the day before. 
And we're going to get to your van meet question of the day responses here shortly after the break. But what what time do you think Nancy starts drinking? I'm going noon, uh, lunchtime. Whenever she's having lunch, she's having a glass of wine, and that, that's breaking the seal for the day. Okay. So wet lunch. This isn't the question of the day, but I'm going to keep going around like it is. It, to, to me, it depends. If I'm on vacation, 10.30 a.m. is I'm okay with you know, on vacation. Vacation's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but but you're, you're the former speaker, speaker of the house. Former speaker of the house. Yeah. I've, you know, yeah, I'm okay with wet lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, you think she starts drinking at lunch? I think so, too. Yeah. If not, maybe she's got a flask. And maybe she puts a little something in her coffee in the morning. I, you know? I think I don't know if it's coffee, but I think it's like there's meetings going on. There's some early morning buzz because most folks who are older, she's like 108, get up really early. So by like 10, 1030, she, she's already eating lunch. Yeah, she's she's taught. Well, no, she's like talking with her assistants and it's like, oh, we're going to go meet Cheryl for lunch. You know what? Let's just have a little spritzer. Or let's have a little something in the office. It'll be fun. It makes her seem like she's endearing and a fun boss for her aides. So they're sitting in there having something and then they go to lunch. So it's like a pre wet lunch thing. So they, she PG, 10, she PGs 11. it. OK, yeah, All she right. definitely. I think she's a PGer. I think she's a PGer for sure. Okay, we're going to get to the questions, uh, the responses to the question of the day. We're also going to talk about how most Americans see the crimes that Trump's being charged for, the indictments, all of that. We've got some other stuff we're going to get to tons in the second hour here coming up. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. 
Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work and the value of being brave if you join their book of the month club you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-god pro-american values brave books will not betray your trust your children and your grandchildren will thank you remember the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave This one's on me, bud. Welcome back. So the question of the day, I've seen lots of responses come in, was would you buy meat from someone selling it from a van? 
which I'm sure comes off as odd to many of you. But again, you're on the chat. This is my show. And this is just kind of the questions that we ask around here. Shell says no. Andy Pearson says only if the guy selling meat went by daddy, who's really just. <laughs> Welcome to daddy meats. Welcome to daddy meats. This daddy is meats. this is Victor. Um, Andy, uh, excuse me, not Andy. Adam says, nope, I have my farmers I buy from. No, not even if it was no charge, says Texas Panhandle Patriot. Ginger says, no van meat. That's my favorite response. No van, <laughs> no van meat. Carolyn, no way. Nope, I'm with Adam on this one, says Barb. Hey, Jill, good to see you. Um, Judy, yes, there's a truck that has been selling meat for years really good and cheap. Interesting. Okay, so there's legit ones out there. There's a lot of things you can do. You can do taco trucks. You can... Do all sorts of nefarious things. You can sell meat. Honey. Honey. The I've things are meat. endless from yeah. a van. Doesn't Eggs. always mean you should do Sunglasses. it. Eggs. Sunglasses. Sunglasses. Yeah. Sungla yeah. We've got a sunglass guy right that way. Actually, he's gone now because of the construction that's, that's going right. on over there. Babe. And also, remember Joe Biden said that vans pull up in Philadelphia where they sell guns by the truck. <laughs> that's right. They can sell vans. guns. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> um, okay. So Judy's are only yes so far. <clears throat> Judy's are only yes so far. Uh, shut up and swallow this defined meat. <laughs> fair point. Uh, fair point. Yuck. I, 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 um, most, so I'm seeing if there's any other yeses. I don't see any other yeses. I like that Judy came in with the one because I'm sure there are some up and up. Now, obviously, what we're talking about here is more of a shady van meat seller <laughs> than, uh, than like a legit one yeah i mean yeah. you vms as we call it around here van meat seller <laughs> you don't you don't come in contact with many who are above board like you're not getting grass-fed hey, you okay. never you never know you might be you know, well Ju judy's guy probably so yeah. probably so i'm a butcher box guy yeah what if Butcher Box? What if you come to find out that they do everything out of a van? Out of a van. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Honey, have you ever seen them? Um... <laughs> Promo code van. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, you'd probably sell some. Tom, this was your question, so. Yeah, uh, it it depends. If uh, I'll be intrigued to go over and take a look at the uh, butcher's wares inside the uh, inside the meat wagon. Uh, I have bought shrimp on the side of the road in those big coolers and blue crabs that have been sold. And oh, I'd love some crab right now. The occasional bonsai tree, but I, I would have to be. I, I'm just like you know. Is that, was that the same place? <laughs> no, they're different okay. places. I'm just clarifying. Yeah, I, I love roadside attractions, and so whenever anyone's selling anything, I'll pull over and see what they have. But uh, I would say yes, I would go for it. Okay, I, I kind of figured you would. Jill says. If the van's owned by a farmer and licensed, I might, which is a responsible decision. I think where Judy was too. Disco. Yeah, it's a hard thing. The times that I've spent in Mexico, I've gotten food like street corn out of a van, watermelon with Tabasco out of. That was before I realized I was allergic to it. That's actually the time I found out I was allergic to watermelon. But I would have to say, just to, like to Tom, it depends. Let me go check it out, see what's going on. If someone else around has it, like, how's it taste? What's going on? You know, if it's especially if they're cooking it. Now, if it's raw, probably not. <laughs> well, if it's raw and it's not frozen, you definitely. Yeah, should. yeah, yeah. Just, I do have the video that Tom sent. Let me put me, out though. that disclaimer right now. Um, I, I don't think you should be eating or buying raw, raw, 
warm fan me. <laughs> fan me. Well, the air conditioner is on. It's almost like a reefer. <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah, almost. <laughs> now, now you get botulism. Uh, that's the that's the the one for for steak, right? We do have the video that Tom sent me. Oh, let's show it. Yeah, this, yeah. So this is what inspired the 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 question. Picture this, and then maybe re-answer <laughs> the question. What kind of meat you got? What is it, beef or pork? Beef? Okay. Oh, you got cash app? No cash app? <laughs> you got cash app? Oh. I love how he had the scale, too, man. He had gloves, the scale. And a pile of meat. <laughs> Raw not, meat. Not sorted. Nope. Not frozen. Not nothing. Just a van full of meat. And I think that's what most people were picturing. And I think that's why 98% of the people who said responded no. to the question said no. Uh, you had um, uh, Magellan said there's a white pickup truck with a big cooler in the back selling Omaha steak stuff. Okay. Fair enough. I, I, I think there's scenarios where it does work. Absolutely. <laughs> if you're... If you're what? shut up and swallow, as long as there wasn't a mattress in the back, I might think about it. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. I like that answer. I, I'm not inclined to buy unrefrigerated, unfrozen <laughs> meat from the back of someone's vehicle. Tom what if seems it, astonished what by if my it's, response. What if it ends up being the best steak you've ever had? I'm not going to know because I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> You're, oh, come on, Drew. You're not going to treat yourself to You've never lived. Yeah, a little, uh, you know, street, uh, uh, strip mall carpaccio. <laughs> that does make it sound more decadent and, um, and, and, and nice. Uh, I, I know. I'm not, I'm not changing my tune. I, here's the deal. At the end of the day, I, and you do too. I, well, but you've got this. Here's the thing with Tom. This is what's confusing with Tom. In all the years I've known Tom, Tom will is is like highfalutin one second, like knows these these things, really wants nice things. Oh no, I don't want that. I want to stay in a nice room. I want to do this, that, and the other. And then the next second's like, I want to eat this and buy that thing on the shelf. And you're like, wait, time out. You just broke my computer. <laughs> It's like he lives in a country club in like the the slums of Brazil. So there's like so he can go back and forth. Like he 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 thrives in both environments and it's fascinating and I love it. Um but there but there are times you're like, have you ever eaten this? I'm like, no, you were just talking about foie gras, dude. We've, we've gone from creme de la creme to like, how do you like your rat cooked? Like it's, I have a large Epicurean range, that's for sure. You do, and I love it. It's not its not picking on you whatsoever. It keeps us on our toes. It's always interesting. And I also know I like, I like, I'll just, I like nicer things. So I know that we can go and get nicer things. And I also know that you'll have great suggestions there. Um, and it's, it's always good because he's eaten everything. He's been everywhere. He's probably eaten van meat, which is probably why he posed this question. <laughs> If we're, if we're all being honest. Was that you recording the video, Tom? <laughs> I wish it was. I would have loved to find that guy in his strip mall. What's best? Can you just pull up a still of it on yeah. like the back end there? Because once, the, once it opens up and it shows the car or the inside. No. No, please do not show me Rapineau. I like how the guy goes, is that okay, so beef or pork? He's like, uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so those are bins there. What would have been even better if there was like like every other person in America's car, like kids' toys, <laughs> McDonald's cups, yeah, like a couple stray French fries. Which I mean, he's got paper down or a tarp down or something. Yeah, I mean, he's doing it the the right way. Like, if you're gonna be Dexter, you gotta have plastic wrap. If you're gonna sell meat out of your car, you've gotta. I just want to know, like, I mean, that's a lot of meat. Where where does one go to be like, you know, I need all the meat you can. Fill up the back of my van. Right. <laughs> Fill me up. <laughs> Fill up where the spare tire needs to be. <laughs> Make it my rounds. <laughs> hey. Is it like a company, like, you know, the newspaper sellers back then? It's a meat seller? Like, hey, here's your, you got to sell this in order to, to make your quota for the day. Uh, who, maybe, uh, who knows? <laughs> so many unanswered There's questions. a lot of unanswered questions. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, at, at the end of the day, mad respect to him because he's a capitalist. He's saying, here's what I can do, honey. You're mad that I lost my job. I'm going to go just get a bunch of meat. <laughs> I'm going to you know throw what? it in the car, unrefrigerated, and I'm going to go sell it at, like, gas stations and stuff. You know what people like? Meat. Meat. We all do. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Okay. We spent the whole segment <laughs> on the van meat question, took an entire segment to discuss. So we're going to squeeze in a break, and then we're going to talk about Trump. This New York Times poll that came out showing everyone is pretty much calling bullshit on these indictments. Doesn't mean everyone's on board with Trump, but they're, but they're calling these things out for what they are. We'll be right back. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide this guide will give you all the answers you need american alternative assets is an a-plus and accredited member of the better business bureau protect your savings now before it's too late visit protectfrombiden.com individual results may vary there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. 
Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. All right, so the communist rag known as the New York Times posted a poll about how serious people think the charges against former President Donald Trump really are. Obviously, there's been now four indictments, lots of hubbub about it, lots of discussion. So let's look at it here. This, it's, a, it's from a New York Times article. It's a Fox image here, but you can see they give credit to New York Times. I'm not bullshitting here. Uh, but it says Trump has... And the options were committed serious crimes, not committed serious crimes, or don't know. 17% say committed serious crimes. Pretty low figure. Not committed serious crimes, 71% of Americans. Don't know, 12%. So most Americans, bottom line, most Americans see these court cases for what they are. And what we've all been calling them, a political witch hunt. And I, everyone thinks, and here's, here's what pisses, I, I kind of talked about it earlier in a different way. What pisses me off when it comes to the Trump conversation and it comes to the Trump indictments and, and the election and all this stuff is, I do like Trump. I think he was great. I voted for him twice. I will vote for him again if he's our guy. But I'm not all in on him. And every time you talk about this, oh, these, these indictments are bullshit, because they are. They're like, oh, you you freaking ultra mega dude. Like, no. Will everyone please stop and just look at the issue? Take the person out of it. Put yourself in it. How about that? Put yourself in his shoes. Would you want people saying, uh, uh, I don't know about this. I think that there's some issues with all of these cases. And it pisses me off that it has to be, and it is. You can't take Trump out of it. But it pisses me off that it always has to become really a do you like Trump or not like Trump conversation. That's not the conversation that it is. And and some people on our side, some diehard Trump supporters, make it all about him. Some people on the left, everyone on the left makes it about him, but it's like, it's that's not the conversation. It's, is this fair? Is this just? You can, you can say this, and I'm glad that this poll came out, and I'm glad that this poll said what it did, because what it tells me is there are some level-headed Americans out there who can say, I don't like him. Republican or Democrat, but I'm calling bullshit on this. This doesn't seem like it's, you know, th- there's enough going on with these these charges to to warrant anything. And Tom said it earlier. If 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 he was being charged with something major, if there was all this data, all this this case evidence out there, and the DOJ knew about it and they had it, one, it would be done. But two, you would not have D.C., New York, Florida, Georgia. Potentially now Arizona, I was reading about this morning, all doing these bullshit, frivolous little cases to try and get him and hope, hope and pray that something in one of them sticks. You wouldn't have that. You wouldn't have these random ass spattering of, of cases. That, that's, that's where we are. 
I'll, I'll, I'll stop and let you weigh in there, Tom, but... <clears throat> it, 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 I, I really think that they're overplaying their hand. And, and the more charges that get piled up against Trump, it ultimately it seems like it's going to be better for him and his popularity. But if any of those charges stick, then it's going to be a detriment to the party in the upcoming election. And look, I'm in the same boat with you. I thought Trump was a great president. I voted for him twice. And now this witch hunt that's going on against him, a part of me is like, hell yeah, you got to stand up. And if you're Trump, you got to, you know, push back. And I even go as far to say, I, Trump kind of signifies to me like Larry Flint when he was going through all his, all his trials about the First Amendment. And Larry Flint put on the shirt that said, fuck this court, and walked into court. I feel like tr this is the moment where in, in history where somebody like Trump has to be like that, to, to be that icon who, who is standing in between the rest of us, the government, and freedom of speech being at stake. Yeah. By the same token, if he is taken out, I, I want, you know, the second choice— to be, you know, it's never going to be the same as the first, but I want it to be as good and have the same, some sort of momentum to it. Because as we talk about all the time, the left, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're almost done with the fundamental transformation that Obama, Barack, and Michelle both talked about. They're almost there. You, you hear Joe in his minimal um, campaign speeches about his reelection, we're this close to completing what the work that needs to be done. It's like, okay, if you mean dismantling the United States, then right. yes, you're you're very you're that close. As a matter of fact, but we need to find somebody if if everything goes to shit and, and Trump is no longer. To able to run, we need to be able to rally behind somebody. And like you said, if it's, you know, just somebody to like, like as you were saying, just to stop the bleeding for a second, just so we can take the patient to the next level of care, stand back, see how the patient's doing, and see how we can best go ahead treating the, treating the patient. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, 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 and what's, what, what's, in, what's in infuriating about that is that thought that we both kind of shared in our own way is is controversial on our side of the aisle, and I don't think it should be. I, I just I just don't. You've we we've got to figure out how to win, and and we've got to look at left, right, or center. What this is, which is a bunch of bullshit, and and honestly, if 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 we were doing it to someone on the other side, I would I would say the government is is being weaponized and it's bullshit too. Now in this day and age, I kind of want it to happen just because fuck you guys, you're you're not even really Americans. But but that's at the end of the day, you gotta you've got to detach from everything else and just look at the issue. We always talk about I wish that the government would just do single issue bill issues. Here's the issue we're voting on. It's a one page document. Do you agree? Yes or no? We're talking about. Is the court being weaponized? We're talking about, is there enough, you know, uh, um, I can't think of the damn analogy that I was trying to say. Is there enough there, though, in, in these cases to warrant this actually being something when it comes to evidence, Trump? whether you like it or not, not evidence. Yeah. I was going to say is 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 uh, whatever I'm moving on. <laughs> well, well, I just pulled this uh, article up from NPR. Trump's tweets count as an overt act in this Georgia, uh, Georgia case. Right. And I'm trying to—there was something that— In fact, it's a freedom of speech issue. Yeah, but she's saying that— 
It's an overt act of overacts in furtherance of the conspiracy to you know all that you know everything that's going there. But she's saying, and we're this is the part that I left. I was laughing at. RICO is a, the RICO law is a tool that allows prosecutors, office, and law enforcement to tell the whole story. We use it as a tool so they can have all the information they need to make a wise decision. Willis has said the reason I am a fan of the RICO is that I think the jurors are very, very intelligent. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> uh huh. But yeah. so now they're saying that they want the the RICO statute in general will require that the prosecution prove beyond a reasonable doubt that there's an ongoing pattern of racketeering activity. Pattern means they have to be a, a, a conducted not as a single event, but it has to be ongoing pattern. So that's why they're jumping to the tweets to say, hey, here's the pattern. Of, here's another tweet. Here's another tweet. Yeah. That's what tweets are for. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's not setting up some kind of a caper where you've got where you're fencing stolen gear. It, it, we're, we're talking about calling people from, you know, different state officials and talking to them or texting them and saying there's got to be something else going on, you know, as far as like other votes that were misplaced or, or something. Never once did any of these cor- any of this correspondence, text messages, emails, anything ever say, all right, so in Georgia, there's going to be a van. He's going to turn the headlights off and then on and then off again. And then you with your flashlight click twice and the van will come there and will offload votes. That's what if that if that was if that was the core nugget of the case, then yes, I could see some, you know, racketeering charges could be brought up that way. But the fact is, none of this correspondence ever involved the manufacturing or or the the or, or the uh, distribution of fraudulent votes. It, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It has to, we're behind in the vote count. We got to figure out something. You know, there's got to be, you know, some kind of a recount that we can do. If a county's really close, maybe we could force a recount there. And at that time, you know, some school gymnasium might find a, a box of ballots, which always seems to happen <laughs> in every election that we have. But yeah, there, there's there's nothing like that. There's no central component to this other than the fact of people with Trump and within his orbit trying to do what they could do within within the law to get some kind of accounting of the ballots in the weirdness that went on. On election night. Yeah. All of us remember how weird that is when when all the swing states stopped counting. Right. Oh, we'll resume this in the morning. But you know what? Arizona's already gone to uh, Biden. So good night. Wait, what? Well, uh, do you know the guy, uh, David David J. Harris Jr.? Yeah. He, he posted a video last night. We should never forget Trump was leading Georgia by 160,000 votes. Then a water pipe burst. And it's security camera footage of it and it's like and it's four suitcases came out in the security footage and it's like okay so why isn't this well, also that's the thing and and what he used twitter for was yes to tell his people something weird's going on don't just accept this let's let's fight it again that's what social media is for sharing your message for some of you sharing what you ate which is dumb stop doing that no one likes that sharing selfies also not a not a big fan but that's what it's also that's what it's for. It's for that kind of stuff. Telling your audience this, saying, "Hey, we're going to meet here. We're going to do this. Hey, this movie was great. Hey, I think Joe Biden sucks. Hey, I think that there's something going on here because it looked like we were winning and now we're not and we're going to fight this." 
whatever the case might be, the fact that they're using all that as an overt act in, in furtherance of, of conspiracy is, is, it should show you what a witch hunt it is. That's, and pu again, I said earlier, take Trump out of it. Put yourself in that shoes, in those shoes. All of your messages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Well, what you said led to January 6th. What you said, even though you weren't alive, led to the start of World War II, World War I. You killed Archduke Francis Ferdinand. It's your fault. I mean, you can, you can, it sounds ridiculous, but you can make up whatever the hell you want and then say, this is, this is because of you. You just can't do that. Real quick, I want to... I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to, I'm going to reverse the course of where I was going to go there uh, as I scratch my eye. The We were just talking. Let's go back a couple minutes because we were talking about how you got to take Trump out of it. That doesn't mean you don't like Trump. Doesn't mean you don't want Trump to win. Maybe you don't. Maybe you do. Whatever. That's not, that's not what we're saying with it. You got to take him out of it. And you've got to understand if he does get taken out of it, we still have to win. Meaning if he gets taken out of the election, as Tom said, then then you hope for you hope for round two. Maybe maybe you're DeSantis above Trump. Maybe you're if you're someone else other than DeSantis or Trump. God bless you. But but you've you've got to be able to play that game. Well, I want to I want to play what Trump just said this week. And a lot of people are calling for on Twitter. And then I want to talk about it because I, I think it's an important discussion. I'm not saying I have the perfect answer or, or solution on it. But here's what he said. Great polls just out leading by 40, 50, and even 60 points. Who expected that? I did. Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, all very strong, but also leading Biden very big. The sanctimonious is crashing. Perhaps the party should come together. People should drop out of the race. We unify, and we beat Biden and the Democrats. They should be easy to beat, because our country has never been in worse condition than it is right now. Thank you. So I agree with almost everything he said there. Country is in awful condition. We have to beat Biden. All of those things. He's dominating in the poll. He looks fresh and, and is in good spirits, which is good to see, uh, considering all the hell he's going through. But man, I... Drew knows he has some sexy selfies floating out there. Nope, I promise I don't. <laughs> I promise. Uh, one, because I just, that's not, I'm, I've never been described as sexy. Vikings aren't described as sexy. We're just like a hammer. There, uh, there isn't one shirtless gym selfie of you floating around somewhere? Not on the internet. It was kind of like pre-internet. <laughs> pre-internet. Like back in the days when, back when it was worth seeing. Well, uh, we'll, we'll uh, Tom and I will visit your wife and your mom, see what we can find. We can yeah. Find. yeah. <laughs> I, but back then, I mean, I, I would show it in. I wish I would, and I, then I would be sad that it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and then Drew anymore. got depressed really um, fast. <laughs> he, he just started drinking copious amounts. <laughs> you guys are going to break me. Um, but no, you listen to that. You, all the things that Trump just said, they're getting back on track. I, I agree with the sentiment that, hey, all together we're stronger. We have to be together. My biggest pet peeve in this particular, particular election cycle on the conservative side has been the shilling and the tearing each other apart. I hate it. I, there's, there's close friends of mine who do it, and I hate that you do it too. And, and, and some of them don't get it. Like, yeah, that's so stupid. I'm like, no, I'm talking about you. Like, it's, it's you. But, but some of them do it. And it's, it's not helpful. It's not helpful. We need to be on the same page. 
But I don't think the way that we get on the same page is everyone else dropping out. I also, I also don't think that. I think there's some middle ground there because we're in unprecedented times. We, yes, there were, if, if everyone would do that and they would do it with the right spirit, if you could get everyone to think the same way and be on the same team, first of all, you deserve some sort of award because no one does that anymore. If you could do that, that would be perfect. If you could say, hey, everyone get behind Trump, we're gonna fight this like hell, and we're gonna win all these court cases, and we're gonna win the election, okay. But that's not how it works. That's not reality. So we've gotta live in reality, because that's, that's where we all are. And reality says, there is a chance that he's not in the ballot on the end. That's not what most of us want. No one should want. Democrats shouldn't want that either because it means you've lost your republic, which you don't even know that it is a republic. So just go read a book. But to me, I don't, I don't think that's the solution. Yes, you're dominating. I'm glad you're dominating. You're doing great. Good for you. Stop calling people names. Win it fair and square, which you're going to. Win it fair and square. Focus on policy. But on the off chance that you don't, because these people are hell-bent, they are crazy-ass lunatics on the left, the other, we need to know who the other people are, and we need to know who, what, what option two is. I, 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 I think from a pragmatic standpoint, that's not the play. Yeah, nothing would be better than having Trump walk back into the White House as president, uh, you know, the, the 47th president of the United States, because— there was some really weird shit happening during the election and ever since then. Yeah, I mean, you just look at that window of time. We, we had the Newsweek article coming out bragging about how big tech, corporate media, the, and the uh, Democrat Party all worked together to make sure Trump wasn't reelected. Right. So they're, they're already bragging about that. So just, just for that, he should be back in the White House. Yeah. And also for the policies that we had in the direction our country was going in, he should be back in the White House. But he wasn't. And now we're facing the point now where we have, like you're saying, a lot of infighting on our side and people, you know, the people who are, you know, are really on the DeSantis train. They were the ones who we talked about last week about how when Trump first came out, came out of the office uh, January 6th happened. It just kind of seemed like Trump was fading off into the sunset. And then all of a sudden, and I think he would have, and I think that would have paved the way for DeSantis to come in. But as soon as these these lawsuits and these cases, these charges started getting filed against Trump, that's when you see the rise. And that's when I think that the, the, the left has overplayed their hands so much. That it, to me, just the natural progression, yeah, Trump may have come back, but I don't think his, his poll numbers would be higher than they are now since, you know, he's getting all these charges yeah. put against him. Because a lot of people feel like I do. It's like, you know what? You're making this a lot easier for me on who I support because you guys are so corrupt that if he goes down, then the rest of the system goes down. Yeah. But in a world of reality— you have to be prepared for that eventuality to happen if you want to be able to move forward. You know, it's always good to have some kind of a battle plan when you go in, as you know. But as soon as you get there, everything changes as soon as the first round is fired. Yeah. And then you have to adapt and figure out your best course of action to get the mission accomplished. And this is the same, this same sort of situation. 
You know, there's there where everybody's taking he's taking Trump especially is taking fire from everywhere, returning fire when he can. But there needs to be a secondary plan if all of a sudden he's taken off the battlefield for some reason. It can't be oh well, fuck DeSantis and his supporter. I don't. You know, I'm just gonna sit out, sit, sit this one out. That's the that's the bad road that that we face if we continue down this road of being so split on who everybody is. Yeah, and where ab- their support lies. Absolutely. And again, for for the for that particular fight, as we always talk about, most of the people who have taken Team Trump in the Trump versus DeSantis fight, which again is the dumbest shit ever, but most of the people who have done that were all up in DeSantis's ass months prior to doing it. So I hope, I hope that if, if well, I hope first and foremost that all these cases get thrown out and we just have a fair primary, a, a fair election, which is kind of laughable to even say uh, in the general, but I hope that it goes that way, right? That that's the hope for everyone. May the best man win. And, and honestly, if, if the left was able to win fairly, I would say still may the best man win, but I don't think that's the case. But you, you've got to, if, if they're able to succeed, you've, you've seen how committed they are to taking him out. If they're able to succeed, you've got to rally. I mean, I, I've said it before. I don't like it. Even Magellan saying it here in the, in the chat that, uh, you know, it'll, it, willing. Uh, no, no, sorry, I'm, I'm looking at the wrong thing. I think a rhino would be better than another four years of Biden. That sounds awful. But no one wants Chris Christie or Nikki Haley or Tim Scott running the country. But you're going to vote for it over Joe Biden or Gavin Newsom. Someone said, I think it was also Magellan said maybe Stacey Abrams. Ugh. Here's the one silver lining about that. They're not going to come for your food. We're, uh, meat is safe. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> but, but the point is, is it has to be a pragmatic discussion. It can't be an emotional discussion. It can't be... I love Trump. I have 84 shirts that say his name and a bunch of hats and I go to all the rallies. That's cool. You do that if that's what you're into. But it's got to be how do we win and if it can't be him, who is it? And and I don't think ever all this to circle back to the clip. I don't think other people dropping out is the right play. Let it play its course. Cuz if the polls are right, you're you're walking away with the victory. You're walking away. So just let it let it play its course and then either we're going to get our shit together on the right or we're not right. it, it, it's it's that simple well you and i have this discussion all the time about van halen and how we feel about david lee roth as opposed to sammy hagar it's still van halen at the end of the day if you like the band then you're going to go to the concert and we take a different approach on it. yeah, yeah. i'm a david lee roth guy you're a sammy hagar guy but you know what even if Sam, if Sammy's the front man, I'm still going to the show because yeah. it, it, it's, it's a hell of a show. It's the band. Yeah, and they're freaking awesome. Can't believe Eddie's dead. Um, that sucks. That sucks. But I mean, he lived a rough life. Um, but but absolutely, Mary, Mary <laughs> lived a rough life. He was a rock star married to Valerie Burton. Well, I'm <laughs> saying he, he he was a chain smoker. Yeah, like, no, he, no. He, <laughs> he he set himself up for it. He did not live a rough life. Sorry, he lived an amazing life. No one's lived a better one. My goal is to be if I could be Sammy Hagar. I think I think that's who I would choose because I love him. He's fun. He's in his set. He's he's my dad's age. And looks younger than I do and has more energy than I do. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's not made good decisions his whole time. It's, it's remarkable. But yeah, I mean, it, it, 
it's just it's it's it just comes down to it. it's an uncomfortable position for for people who are all in Trump supporters to think it might not be him in the end. I think it will be. I think it will be. But you've you've got to be prepared for the the what ifs and okay that didn't work out cuz as we all say how often does does it go the way you think? How often does it really work out exactly the way you want? I wanted a a, a pony and and someone gave me a freaking toy pony or a freaking stuffed animal like this is going to have to do. Okay, well whatever, that's a horrible analogy. But but you get you get you get the point like you're not going to get everything you want. We're not going to get everything we want. We've got so much work to do to fight for our country. I I hope that we just get someone. I just want fucking I'm I'm ready to settle. <laughs> I'm ready to settle if I have to. Right. If I have to. I don't want to have to, but I we can't we can't endure any more of what we're going through. I know that for certain. You know, when I was a kid, I was a huge Miami Dolphin fan, and I still kind of am just because of, you know, fond memories of going to games with my dad and everything. But I remember when, and it's a famous game, when the Dolphins were playing the uh, San Diego Chargers, and it went into overtime, and remember Kellen Winslow had to be taken off the field, and he emerged as the hero of the game because of his touchdown receptions. And I remember after that game, shutting off the TV, walking onto my house and just walking the streets and crying that I was so upset that my team lost and, and I couldn't bear it. And the whole time that I was walking around in South Florida, bawling my eyes out, I remember thinking to myself and I thought, you know what? I do like this team, but this can't be good for me to get this wrapped up in the outcome of a sport. You know, I got to learn some sort of form of, you know, how to handle disappointment. And for me, it was like, all right, no matter what it is I'm into, I can't get as as emotionally involved as I did because I didn't want to have that feeling I had again again from that Miami Dolphins game. And, you know, a lot of you get everybody gets wrapped up emotionally in things. And that's good because you want your passion to come out no matter what it is that you're doing. But you also have to temper that with, okay, how am I going to deal with disappointment? Because disappointment is inevitable. It, It always rears its ugly head here and there. And it's how you react to that disappointment is how much further you'll go and much how much happier you'll be instead of dwelling on it. And to me, it's the same with this. As much as I want Trump to take, you know, be sworn in as the 47th president of the United States and and implement the plans that he has and, and do what he can to try and tear down the intel community, if if that doesn't work out, I'm going to be, be prepared emotionally for what's next or mentally for what's next. It just can't be at that point where I just throw in all my chips and say, fuck this, I'm not playing anymore, I'm not playing the stupid game and turn over the game board and walk out. Yeah. No, you absolutely. It's you, you've got to do that. And I haven't learned how to do that yet with the Vikings, by the way. <laughs> you were saying that and I was getting stressed thinking about how much they're going to disappoint me this year, uh even if it's a good year because it's never enough. But <clears throat> but you're right. I mean, that's just how it's got to be. You you you've you've got to be okay with where things are. And oh, no, we're not going to let that happen. We're not going to let that happen. We're going to make sure this happens. You you don't have the power to do that. 
You had the power to change the outcome of a, of your favorite sports team's game, and you can't change this election either. It's just we'd all like to, but it doesn't work that way. So that that's my I I just hope everyone can be rational and reasonable about it. Pick whoever the fuck you want to vote for. I could care less. For the most part, don't vote for Joe. But like or Mike Pence or Mike Pence or Asa. <laughs> Definitely Asa. <laughs> but you want to go Bergam? Go Bergam. Go for Bergam. Go for Bergamania. Do your thing. Be you. Who cares? You got. You got to be you. We talked to. We reached out to his his folks. We I really them on the show. I really hope we get to do I that. Do it's going to be so great. <laughs> amazing. Because um, it's going to be like um, we're sitting here with uh, who you're getting interviewed by is your number one fan. His name yeah. is Tom Cunningham, and uh, this is a serious. We want to just tell us what you're about. Come on, let's 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 talk about it. Exactly. Uh, no one else, I promise, has coined the phrase Bergamania like Tom no. Cunningham. I think we start printing shirts. I think it's, we should bring some. We, shall, we should. We have the technology. We've got a whole section of the studio for that. Uh, it, would be, it would be freaking awesome. Uh, no, no doubt. Uh, okay. So, but this is not a game and we're staring communism in the face. Absolutely, Barb. I agree with you 100%. But we're not going to beat communism even if Trump wins. But we're not going to stop it now, I should say. We, 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 in the end, I hope we beat it. But Yeah, it, it's not going to be an overnight it's fix. It's not going to be overnight. He, I would say every president's always playing cleanup from the previous administration. It's always, it, that's what it's always going to happen. And it just so happens that whoever comes in next, is, is, they're going to need like a hazmat crew to come in and clean up what's yeah, you, happening you now. You literally can't. <laughs> Andy, the Vikings are headed to the Pac-12. Wouldn't shock me. That's, 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 a, that's a mean spirit comment. Um, and now the show's over, people. Wow, that just made my day. Yeah. <laughs> you mean so it would be the Pack Five, I guess. Um, be, be careful, Andy. He might boot you. <laughs> no, I, I, you, you're, you get used to to it when you're when you're a Vikings fan this long. But no, my point is, you know, I'm not trying to 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 piss people off with this obviously i'm just trying to be pragmatic i know barb i know you're a huge trump supporter i love the guy too i we just we're not going to beat communism from 2024 to 2028 that's not going to happen even if he's there he might make the most dents in it yeah for sure but you also don't know i mean you you don't know because again yes he knows the behind the scenes and how things work but there's a lot of shit that didn't get done from 2016 to 2020 if we're all being honest with ourselves we controlled everything it's not all on trump but we controlled everything the house the senate and the presidency for portions of that time and we got nothing done nothing done the swamp didn't get more shallow it got deeper that's not his fault but it's just to it's just to prove the point of it doesn't even if he gets in there for four more years maybe we're going to get some bigger wins because he's he's he knows he can't run again so you can kind of go you know just drop the grenade and and say deuces i'm out of here let's go get slurpees but that's <laughs> slurpee sounds great now doesn't it yeah, yeah. but but i mean i i just i, I to me I, i'm kind of saying you've got to be okay with a different scenario if it doesn't work that way because we we'll make no progress but we won't go backwards and that that's a shitty situation to be in and i hate to be the one who who says it but that's that's i feel like that's where we are i feel like that's where we are if 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 he doesn't get in that's where we are it's okay desantis could surprise us he's done amazing here 
I could see him stepping up to the plate and crushing portions of the deep state and making some significant changes with you know the Bureau and DOJ. Or I could see it going the other way and just kind of being a placeholder for a while. I don't know. I've seen great things from him, but we can't count on it. But we also really can't count on it from the other. We just I just don't think we can count on anything. So we've got to stick together, not tear each other apart, and 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 hope that that these indictments are all thrown out, these charges are all thrown out. We have a fair race, and we just move on from there. And 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 hope hopefully he wins because I think he will do the most if he can get in there. But we've got to be prepared for the shit that's going to come if if we don't. Don't you guys th- wish there was some kind of document that would stop from things like this happening in the government, and like tyranny and everything? Wait, there is. I love it. You almost sounded like Diego. There. <laughs> <laughs> the same uh, <laughs> document. <laughs> Annotation. Well, nobody's followed that document since the Civil War. I mean, no. let's be honest. <laughs> they haven't. They, if you, and, and granted, not all of us can. There's probably some here. I, I remember we used to always have Cheryl on the show, and she, like, knew. Oh, yeah, she, she could memories. quote it, yeah. But most people can't quote, quote it to, to, you know, to the degree that we all probably should be able to. We know the key parts. We know some really important parts. Some know more than others. But the people s- serving us— I have no clue what it represent. Says. They don't. They couldn't pass a fucking test on it. They, they literally couldn't. <laughs> is this in the Constitution or is it not? <laughs> that was from a Martha Stewart cooking book, and you said yes. <laughs> it's it, it's ridiculous. You know who would the Colonel? But he carries a copy of it in his pocket. He's no, like, I can't remember, but he's like, but I have it here. If someone questions it, let's open it up. Let's well, and go. Colonel Manus is a stud, and yeah. he, he absolutely. There's people who do. Like, oh yeah. But but the point is, is that the ones in D.C. don't. Oh no. <laughs> it doesn't. We we all should know it. They should know it too, and they don't. And I, I I'm convinced they wouldn't pass a fucking citizenship test. They wouldn't pass a test on the Constitution. They probably have a copy of the Constitution up hanging in their office as, like, art. So like, yeah, that, that, that's a nice one, isn't it? Don't know what it says, though. It's No one does. It's, it's in some ancient language. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, okay. I just was catching up on some of your comments. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We'll talk. We'll button up some Trump stuff here because Georgia wants to speed the trial up. That's how I see it. They they might not say it that way, but they're trying to move it up ahead of the Florida one and all and close to close to the one the where Jack Smith wants his first quarter of 2024. We'll talk about it after the break. We've got plenty other stories to get to. We've got a colossal shit ton of memes to get to. At least 40. So yeah. So we'll uh we'll we'll keep getting after it here in just a moment. Stay with us. We're gonna take a quick break. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government 
government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. Is in the river. The crow flies at midnight. Titwillow, Titwillow, you magnificent Titwillow. Travis goes to court at the Thunderdome. The busboy lactates. I'm telling you, my favorite part of that one is just hearing Tom's coat. It's, it's maybe weird. It's kind of like a. It's like it almost feels like a fetish, but it's but it's just. Well, I just felt like it being a noir, we had to have the close-up of that happening, and it just worked out perfectly for it. It, so. it was beautiful. It was beautiful. So let's talk about this, because you have Fulton County District Attorney Fanny, what you talking about, Willis, who said that she wants to move the trial or start the trial, I guess, on March 4th, which is obviously quick, considering the first one that came out is scheduled for May of 2024. This one would be... Two months prior in March, you've got Jack Smith, who's hoping for January TBD, whether that happens or not yet. But that would have, the, in the case of, a, of the Georgia one, that would have the, the trial starting one day before Super Tuesday. 
when the most delegates are at stake in the primary contest to decide the next Republican nominee. Roughly 14 primaries are set to be held across the country, from California and Texas to Massachusetts and Maine. And obviously, Trump is 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 the front runner here. He he has been. He continues to be. That that lead seems to be widening. But the tight calendar that Willis is proposing could be complicated by pretrial maneuvering by the defendants. We'll see all, the, all that to say if this happens. You had Mark Meadows, who filed a quick motion to transfer the case from the state to federal court. They said all the actions he took were in uh, service to his White House role, foreshadowing in an argument that the Constitution, uh, in the Constitution that makes him immune from prosecution, according to a federal judge uh, who said that this week. So, and there's people, by the way, and I don't know. I mean, there's people saying Mark Meadows is flipped. There's suggestions that he's flipped. There's suggestions that he's just doing this. So everything gets moved federal. Don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't think any of us really know unless you've been in a room uh, with him on any of those meetings there. But, but the plan is, is to continue pushing all of this stuff down on Trump, to continue to speed all these things up, to throw it in to the fray where it hurts, in theory, in their minds, politically, with some of the events that are happening, some of the events that are coming up, coming up with, with, you know, you've got Iowa, you've got Super Tuesday, you've got all these things that are happening, and to just use, to just tap in and totally lean in on these worthless Soros-backed district attorneys to go after him. The attorneys whose reputations are already shit. I mean, these people are seen as garbage, who are allow, allowing their fellow citizens to be victimized while the, the criminals walk the streets. All these major cities, Atlanta is, is, is one of them. It's not talked about as much. It's, maybe, it's, maybe it's not as bad statistically as Los Angeles or Philly or Chicago, but it's not good. So you've got all this stuff happening, and then they're doing it because this way, if the cases fall apart in the end, which they, hopefully they do, the DNC can just distance themselves from the incompetence. Blame the loss on these... These, these attorneys, blame it on institutional racism because a lot of them are black. Blame it on whatever they want, but blame it on something. So that's kind of what I see happening here. But this, I, I think this backfires too, right? So Fannie Willis wants it to be a day before, before that big Tuesday. I, I think it's like everything else. All you're doing is propelling him into the nomination. That's what it seems like. Everything that they've done so far, he's gotten a bump. Every time that there's a charge, he gets a bump up. Every time that he goes in for his booking and processing and arraignment, there's a bump up. So she's just following in the same pattern that all these other psycho Marxists have been doing just to try and placate one small part of the of the radical side of the the democrat party but unfortunately that small radical side of the democrat party are the ones who are her driving everything right now they set the agenda they set the narrative if you think nancy pelosi is somehow in charge no it's yeah. this little crazy chick that used to be a bartender and all her her ilk and all the communist support that they have there's more support for the squad from obama and michelle than there is to Nancy Pelosi from Obama and Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. But uh, you, you got to kind of think or at least wonder, question, whatever the case might be. 
they see this happening and they play the game better than we do. We always say that. I mean it. I believe it. I, I think that they, they, they play it, it. It comes off stupid, but I think that they, they are playing. They're leaning into that stupid role because they know how things are going to go. And then they know what they can get on the back end. And I say that because as it pertains to this, as it pertains to, okay, we're going to do this right before then. We're going to do all these indictments. He's going to get a surge. They had to have known he was going to get a surge. And then maybe not. And then we're going to do this right before. Do they do they kind of lean into and, and hope that they go along with conservatives, go along with the, the, the mindset of everyone else should, like Trump just said, everyone else should drop out, get behind him, and then put yourselves in an awful situation? Because in the end, we know we've got him on something. Like, that's, I, I'm not, I don't think that's the case. But I mean, it could be like, maybe they know, maybe they know, like, here's the one we control everything. We control the judges. We control the judicial system. Here's the one charge we're going to get them on. And here's the impact it's going to have. So let them let, let him gain more uh, momentum. Let everyone else go down. Is there, is there any thought that that could be what's happening? Like, do they know that? And they're just like, ha ha you, I mean, I know we, we think they're all dumb, and their followers are, but the people who are pulling the strings. I think to a some degree, some degree, that that's a prevailing attitude where they want to build up Trump so much that it's it's looking like he is a hundred percent going to be the nominee, and then somehow pull the rug out from underneath him and all his supporters and saying, this this one charge is going to stick, and so now you come up onto an election where you have a candidate facing jail or prison time and he's the leading candidate for for that uh for that political party you you're stuck at that point either way it, well th that way the their democrats are assured that they're going to win yeah. because if they can get trump to pull out you know of in june of 2024 that's pretty much a lock for them it's going to be so much harder to get another candidate to try and build up momentum and, yeah. and get no, get you're toast. Campaign. Yeah, you're, you're tracked. I, I think you're toast at that point. Whereas if it happened now, and I hope it doesn't, for everyone who's thinking I'm I'm like turning or having some some change of heart here, I, I hope it doesn't. But if if it were to happen now, or they were to say, hey, here's the deal, because of 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 this bullshit charge and the Fourteenth Amendment, or because of this and that, whatever, pick a a, a fucking scenario. Then, then, then you've you've got a chance to ramp up another candidate. It might not be who you want, but you've got a chance to ramp up another candidate, run a campaign. And if it's against Joe, I think we win. If it's against Newsom or Michelle, I think we lose. But, but I think that's the case even if Trump wins. So, it, it, this is so. Free, it, for, I tell you what, for being the most important election in our country's history, which we always say every time, but this one really is. There's there's some fascinating storylines going on with it. And I say that not in a good way. It's a freaking disastrous way. But but it's I mean, if you had to bet on this, if I had to put money down, I I, I would I would have some serious reservations about how I think this is going to go, because I don't know, because there's so many if this, then that scenarios and then it spirals out and spider webs from there. It's just crazy. All this to say, going back to to Fannie Willis, uh, make trying to push for a March fourth trial date. We'll see. We'll see if that happens a day before Super Tuesday. Don't know. Don't know about Jack Smith's yet either. But January and March, 
that that's what they're pushing for. So we'll see. You'd have January, March, May. You'd have three three federal trials uh, over the course of five months. So we'll see where it goes. But let's move on because Fannie Willis is a douche. And speaking of inconsequential humans, you had David Hogg, who's back with a new leftist grift. Here his here he is sitting down with Jen Psaki. Um, talking about the new project, the new activity that he's getting into. Let's take a listen. David Hogg is now a well-known name in the fight for common-sense gun reform in this country. He's been outspoken about the need for change since the mass shooting at his high school in Parkland, Florida, back in February of 2018. And now, as a recent Harvard graduate, he's now in Washington, spearheading the March for Our Lives efforts leading up to the 2024 election. And now, he's stepping up his efforts to mobilize young voters with a new pack he's just launched called Leaders We Deserve. The goal is to elect more young people to state legislatures and to Congress. Our generation refuses to back down. In 2018, we shattered youth voter turnout records. In 2020, we helped power President Biden to victory. And in 2022, we were critical in holding off a Republican red wave. Now, we're not just voting. We're running for office and we're winning. I recently met up with David here in Washington to talk about his next chapter and to visit the exact spot he was when he launched into the national spotlight more than five years ago. Hi, David. Hey. Great to see you. So Thanks nice for spending some time with me this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Let's have a seat. Yeah, of course. You just graduated, which obviously has led you here. So yes. congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, at your graduation, you tweeted out a video mm -hmm. thanking Laura Ingram and Marjorie Taylor Greene and the haters, I yes. guess I can characterize. Uh, I loved that because yeah. I think fighting back at people who are attacking you is so important. Right. But why did you do that? And was the reaction what you thought it would be? Oh, the reaction was just what I thought it was going to be. I think the, the reason why I did that is because I wanted to show other young people that, you know, you don't have to cower to bullies. We can do the work and keep getting educated, and you don't need to listen to the haters. There are things about your background that surprised me as I learned about it, including mm -hmm. the fact that you joined a shooting club. Is this yes, correct? I did. In college? I did. Um, why did you do that? Um, and does right. that surprise people like me when they learn yeah. it? I'm sure it does. Well, I mean, it, I think this is really my first time talking in any formal context about why I did that. It was after one of the... All right, so uh, I can't even take it. He goes on to talk about. Let me just let for me just, five more minutes. Yeah, for five more <laughs> minutes. I, I don't want to do it to you. We've shown portions of that interview before, and and have told you before. I mean, if anyone needs to buy van meat, it's David Hogg. <laughs> Go find a van, get yourself some bargain meat, and shove it down your throat. Because he's so thin. Look at that. It's He's not healthy. He makes Jen Psaki look unhealthy there, and she's not. But he's just that freaking tiny. But. But they play Democrats play the long game with the youth, man. And Hogg is getting the payoff for the from the regime for his whole Second Amendment crusade. And now what they go on to talk about, and I hate looking at what I'm seeing in, in preview over here. But they they he, they go on to talk about how he's he's starting and getting involved in this the leaders we deserve pack. So he's starting a political action committee, and he's starting it as bullshit. You've got. Big-time Democrat money who's behind it. He's not done a damn thing. He's just the young face behind it. But they're starting it. And think about how disastrous this is. You've got someone from his generation. Even talking about leadership is scary to me, let alone trying to lead, raise money, and bring us, the American people, new leaders 
that is that is comical to me that David Hogg would think that he can manage, run, be a part of this organization, be a face for this organization, whatever the case it might be. But what's even more scary is that they will get Buku big bucks in and they will actually make some form of a dent on their side, hopefully not nationally, but on the, on, on the Democrat side of the aisle, all because you've got this kid who has never eaten three full meals in a day, who was not even at the shooting telling us how we need to live our lives. It's maddening. Who cares what this kid thinks? He doesn't matter. I'm sure his family and maybe a couple people like him. That's great. But like on the national scale, it does not matter what David Hogg says or thinks. He He's in that realm of uh, Greta Thunberg, where you have these young people who come up with these causes where hers is the environment. David Hogg's is getting rid of the Second Amendment. This to me, I'm telling you, man, when I heard this, I was like, this is I'm sure David Hogg in this pack is the first acquisition of Baby Soros. I'm sure that he and David Hogg, Baby Soros, are complete buddy buddies. And this pack is, is the, the seed money is being spent by the Open Societies Foundation, and yeah. namely George Soros' son. So I can, Alex, I can totally see that happening because... Alex wants to get, you know, he wants to hit, wants to get a hit, wants to be known as a player, and I think this is his way of getting into it after he's taken over well, all the the gruesomeness that his dad has has made the planet endure for the last 25 years. Yeah. But moreover, even though David Hogg doesn't matter, he matters to a demographic because he's got a ton of followers on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and that's what they're going after. Yeah. Because should, I should have said shouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't matter. He does. He he does. He's got a massive following. And he's being tabbed to lead this kind of crap here. Right. Where you have where he's reaching out to people younger than he is. So of course they're like, well, this guy's sort of in my generation. Yeah. And I'm gonna listen to him because I relate better to him. Same thing with Greta Thunberg. It's you have so many younger kids. Well, first of all, they have a great amount of admiration for anybody who's been successful on social media. Let that sink in for a second. <laughs> the fact that, you know, we're gauging people by how many people look at their, their food posts or their selfies or whatever. It, I think it was Dennis Miller who once said it, and it's one of my favorite quotes of all time. He goes, never in human history have more lives not been lived, but better documented. And he is absolutely yeah. correct. And he's just one of these people who he hasn't really he hasn't lived a life of achievement. No. His achievement came at the death of other people. Yeah. The achievements that he is now engaged with are all are all riding the coattails of death. Yeah. And trying to change the constitution and just in exploiting a tragedy. You know, when Rahm Emanuel said don't don't um don't let a crisis go to waste. And then the back part of that is because that's your opportunity to imp implement huge change that you wouldn't normally be able to do. And that's what these grifters do. People like David Hogg and others, uh, Second Amendment people who are um, people who are on a crusade against the Second Amendment. They they cling on to tragedy and exploit tragedy and, and they make a living from it. And that's what he's doing now. And 
for for David, this is just a payoff for the Marxists. You know, they they've seen him, they've used him along the way. They really like his message, and they see a lot of potential. So they're going to set him up with as much money as he needs. He's never going to be hurting for cash from now until the time that he's going to glory and you know has to meet his maker. But he's it's we talk about it all the time. Democrats and the Marxists are so good at the long game, and the kids are the long game, and the way that they're setting up now with with their Greta Thunbergs and him is, is kind of genius because you don't you don't see that from the Republican side. No, we don't. They, they're playing it smarter. And here's the thing that's that's terrifying about all this is is he's never had a job in his life. He's he's never accomplished anything, as you said. He's riding on 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 the in the wake. Of, of the deaths of his, his classmates. But he's going to have a big impact and an impact on something that they're committed to doing, something that the left has to do. They have to disarm America. To, and he's not, I'm not saying he's going to be the leader of that, but he's going to play a part. And if he's running a pack, he's going to be playing a part of bringing, <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine young people coming up through that pack and running for office and winning and then trying to talk. But but they're going to they're going to eventually make some impact on the Second Amendment. It is coming, folks. It is coming. I'm not saying we're going to give up and give in. And it's, I'm saying, as I always say, it's a tinderbox, and and that's one of the things you don't do if you if if you don't want conflict in this country. But they're going to come for it. They're going to do it. They're going to make headway. They're going to continue to chip away, and then eventually there's going to be a big grab, and it's. It's 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 another example of how they play the long game. They groom these people. They they as Tom was talking, they they set this stuff up. They set the stage up. They tell you what they want to do, and then they don't do it. But they tell you what they want to do, and then they start working at it and working at it. And man, it's it's going to come. And I, it's just frustrating to me though when you have people like this that have a loud voice, and that there are people that are listening when they bring no experience, no wisdom, no value on those conversations whatsoever. And that sounds mean-spirited, but it's just true. Right. You're, you're, you, you've done nothing. You've yeah. done nothing. You've experienced nothing, which is, which is really the, the, the right way to put it. You cannot tell anyone how to do anything else or how our laws should work or what's, how this works or how that works because you don't know. You just don't know. Come back in 15 years. They're grooming him for for political office. I can see I can see the mindset of the Democrats when they have somebody like David Hogg, like they did when they first laid eyes on Barack Obama. They're like, okay, this is somebody right out of college that we can use to be a community organizer. We can get him on a couple of boards within Chicago or something, and then we can help nurture and foster his career even further. So this is just the beginning for David Hogg in Washington, D.C., because right now he's being groomed to be the next empty suit Marxist that they were so successful with Obama with. He, he's, he's the prototype for it. He, he, I, I agree. I hate what you're saying. But I love you, and I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I'm interested to see also while he was at Harvard if he— if he got accepted into secret societies or anything too, because then that would also go off of what Tom's saying with grooming him for some political stuff. Like if he got in and you know, everything who knows, who knows Um, real quick guys, we all start, most of us start our day off with a cup of coffee. 
it's important that you do it with the right cup of coffee. And whether it's the start of your day, whether it's laying in bed with your spouse on the weekend and just relaxing, whether it's the kids are off to school and you get a moment before work and you have that quietness that we all long for, it's usually over a cup of coffee. So many important moments in our life happen over a cup of coffee. So when those moments come, make sure that you have the right cup of coffee in your hand. Enter our friends at Thistle Creek Reserve. They are a premium coffee roaster. The coffee is sourced from missionaries around the globe. Tons of amazing blends. And not only do you get a great cup of premium coffee, but you know you're giving back. They give back to missionaries, ministries around the globe. They give back to efforts that are fighting child and, and, and women trafficking. It's an amazing company. I tell you that. I know them firsthand. One of them was here today. We, we know them very, very well. They're committed to giving back to the kingdom, supporting those who are, are kingdom-focused, and it's a great cup of coffee. There's, there's nothing bad about it. They also are all about America, never going to go woke. So whether it's waking up during the day, meeting a friend, make sure you're doing it with a cup of Thistle Creek Reserve premium coffee. Go beyond the cup. Go to thistlecreekreserve.com. You can save 10% with promo code Drew. Again, it's thistlecreekreserve.com. So think about this before we get to Memetastic, because I, I want to hurry through and get to this. Uh, there's a cartoon out there that was deemed too gay for Disney. Wait, say that again? Too gay? It was deemed too. So Disney, who's all about gayness. This cartoon was like, oh, no, that's way too gay for us. <laughs> so now, it, now it's making its debut on Netflix. You can, uh, you can see the picture here. Um, yep, that's it. That's the here, one. Let's um, make Drew more un uncomfortable. <sighs> so Slade Sam Adam details the story. Two of the movie's main characters, Ballister Blackheart and Ambrosius Goldenloin, uh, I mean, those are the actual names. Can you, you, Golden Loin? Is this a porno? I think so. Dear God. Too gay for Disney, and you've got a character last name, Golden Loin. Golden Loin. Oh, my gosh. Is he a pizza delivery man? I got a large sausage for you. They're former, the two are former gay lovers who can be seen holding hands as well as kissing. The other major character, Nimona, is a shape shifting magical being. That's implicitly <laughs> some kind of gender-fluid creature. Examples of Nimona's LGBT references include repeated reminders that the character is, quote, not a girl, as well as the scene where upon being told, and now you're a boy, Nimona answers, I am today. Uh, uh, just stop it. <laughs> if you're too gay for Disney, you're too gay. It's true. That is, that's a t-shirt. Let's, uh, let's print that t-shirt. No, uh, Disney, <laughs> if you're too gay for Disney, you're too gay. There's a, a new movie that came out, and I had to just watch it before I showed it to my kids. It's the Strange World movie, and the main character is a boy, but he's gay. They don't say that he's gay. He just shows love interest in another boy character in this movie, and it's like, I, you know, my daughter's like, let's watch it. I'm like, nope, can't. Sorry. Not going to do it, because... Even though they don't talk about it, they're going to see that, that that's, you know, that's acceptable. Right. Or that's right it, or it's, whatever. It's, it, it's, it, pardon the term here, but it sets the seed. It lays the seed in, yeah. in, in, in people that this is okay. 
And that doesn't mean, again, there's not, it, we all know great gay people, the, the original OGs, the, 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 the lesbians and the gay parts of the LGBTQ community are so freaking normal compared to where this is yeah. on now. But, but you've got people promoting this. And as it always is talked about, as we always say here, it's the fact that you're promoting it to kids. There should be none of this in Disney. Sesame Street shouldn't be talking about herpes and syphilis. And I don't know that they do, but they might as well. Like that's not a. Well, they shouldn't be talking about the COVID, the COVID vaccine and the jab and the maxes and everything. Trans character now, I don't know. Well, it's had a Muppet with AIDS. A Muppet with AIDS. That's what it was. Well, how did you get AIDS? Well, Barry. Um, anyway, they have a, but they do have a. It's a Down syndrome character, like puppet, that is also transgender. They're really. See, I was gonna say that's checking the box. That's great, but you don't need to go to that next box. You're checking a box. <laughs> you don't need to go. <laughs> what exactly does a Down syndrome puppet look like? <laughs> I'll pull a picture in for you. <laughs> what the hell? But here's the deal. Only single white leftists believe that introducing children to sex with adults is a progressive initiative. Only people on the left think that everything that Disney's doing and it's not just Disney. It's all of these places is 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 progressive and a positive thing for society. It's just not. It's called grooming, you guys. It's called grooming. It's absolutely ludicrous. It cannot stand. We cannot have it. Then I just I wanted to touch on this real quick because you have the actress. Man, we've played the we've played the clip of her talking about it. You have the actress who plays Snow White, who I think is hot. We have the clip. But the actress who plays Snow White in the film's new live-action version, the reboot that they're doing, Rachel Zegler, wants you to know how hard her life is now after she was busted talking shit about the original Snow White. She's the real victim. Take a listen to her. Yo is going to get taken out of context, and I know that at this point I can't really stop people from doing that because that's what my whole existence on the Internet is, is just me being taken out of context and stuff uh which is fine that's what i signed up for isn't it um but i never wanted to come off as me being ungrateful for the opportunities i have when i say that this has been the biggest adjustment of my life like understanding the way my life operates now being who i am and the things that i've been so fortunate to make it comes with so much ground so much ground that i never thought i would be able to cover and that people think i'm doing poorly and other people think i'm doing gracefully and i don't think i'm doing it at all <laughs> so when i tell you that it's hard i just mean to be inside my brain <laughs> that's hard and i'm there 24 7 i can't i can't get out of it and and i i don't know if that will make sense but that's where i'm at I'm so grateful for the things that I'm able to do. And a lot of what I'm able to do is because of you guys. And I'm so unbelievably thankful for that. At the end of the day, I look at this trip and think if somewhere like that can exist, and so can my tiny pink bedroom from New Jersey, I can also be having the greatest time and simultaneously wishing people would stop sending me death threats. And maybe that's a weird takeaway for this video. This is a life. This is real. It's filled with a lot of beautiful moments and beautiful people. I have a loving family, an incredible boyfriend that I love so much, beautiful friends and family, people that I miss. It's a, it's a privilege to miss people the way that I do, but it's hard. 
lonely. That's very lonely. I just know that if that loneliness can exist, so can other things, and I will be okay. Maybe that's a weird takeaway. Regardless, um, this is not supposed to be anything other than... If she was acting, she did a great job. She was and the, acting. And the award goes to... I mean, but girl... Going woke comes with a price. This is how this works. It, it, it just is. I, 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 you, you can't expect. And and look for anyone who has sent a death threat. Obviously, that's wrong. You should not do that. That's dumb. I don't care if you're talking about Biden. You had the chick from, uh, which state was it? Was it Texas or who who threatened um, the the judge? Oh yeah. And was was threat, you know death threat over the Trump indictments. That's dumb. Don't be dumb. Also, don't be Rachel. Try to look like Rachel because she's a, she's she's a very attractive person. But just insert a brain and be smarter and understand how the world works. You can't you can't take the approach. We we played the clip. We all heard what you said about Snow White and how you want it to be and how it's totally different. There was another clip that we didn't show where she talks about how she's like, I didn't like the the way that the actor who played the prince. So I think he should just be edited out of the movie. And then we can have a different movie be played out because it's just a horror. And, you know, we're trying to make Snow White strong anyway, so get rid of the male altogether. Yeah, because she said it's all about women empowerment. No, it's not. It's about true love's first kiss. That makes me sound gay for knowing that and saying that. <laughs> but you know what? I've got four kids. You so watched it as a child, too. I, I watched yeah. it as a child, too. And I was like, that, I, I, I kind of want to kiss Snow White. Yeah. We wanted to be the prince. But 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 notice, here here's, here's the play, right? And I, I think she's acting there. And if she's not, then she's then she should seek some therapy. But she is now the victim. She came out and said, we want to change what everyone for the last, I forget how many years, 50, 60, 70 years, however long that's been out. We want to change everyone's perception about that. And moreover, we want to change the world and make this about something that it's not even about, to which I would say, then just make a different movie. But that's not what they want to do. They've got to change things. They've got to break things down. And then the second you question them, they become the victim. They become the victim. And that is uh, that is how they do it. She was the original aggressor. But now we're all the bad people yeah. for saying, ah, maybe just make a different movie. Maybe don't call it Snow White. Maybe call it something else, whatever. And And now we're the bad guys. She's crying on camera and is the victim. And she's privileged that she gets to miss the people. And she's, yeah, to miss the people. I mean, we've got this weird activist class now that has taken over Hollywood. It, it's one thing, it, it, what, you see this in Hollywood and you also see it in business. There, people in Hollywood and people in business are deathly afraid of the woke mob coming after them. So they bend over backward to do and say things that pumps them up in front of this fake sort of um, activist class that we have. And they want to come across as somebody who's a fighter for the people and the little guy. And But, but that's not it at all. What they want to do, what she wants to do in particular, and people like her, is change the culture. And when you're right, you're right. When there is pushback, they act like the victim. Right. They 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 act like you you've all we've all seen the kid in the store that doesn't get what they want and they throw themselves on the ground and they sit there and cry in front of their mom or their dad until either the the parent 
grabs the thing that they want and gives it to them to, to get them quiet or grabs them by the arm and then drags them out of there and drags them out of the store. And that's what we're seeing now with this group. When they don't get their way or they feel pushback, they immediately fall to the grocery store floor and start crying. And then a lot of people around, like regular passersby, are like, oh, my God, that so, breaks my heart. This, you know, this little girl's crying over the fact that, you know, she just signed a deal for $30 million to make a movie, and her life is so hard. Right. <laughs> it just doesn't wash, man. It's like you're in such a different group than the rest of us will ever be a part of. Right. And you're making so much more money than the rest of us will probably ever see. And for you to say that your life is hard, shut up. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear it. You know what? You know who has a hard life are the kids in Democratic Republic of Goma in the lithium mines right now who are working, in some cases, you know, 20 hours a day so they can mine that lithium to put in your cell phone that your stupid face, your stupid face was recorded onto. Yeah. So shut up. Yeah. You're not a victim. 100%. But it freaking works, which is why they keep doing it. Yeah. The whole conversation. Did you hear what conservative media had to say about Rachel? Did you hear what Rachel said? Did you see what Disney did? It's ridiculous. Let's get to some memes. I'm ready for some some joy and some humor around these parts. Let's do that's memetastic. That's, that's meme tastic. That's meme tastic. We should do that one more time. Okay, we got a lot. We got a lot to get through. We may have to take a break. We might have to take a break. We might do a mid-meme-tastic break. We'll see. But we we have a lot of them. There's some that I know. There's some that I don't. Uh, And we'll just start right here. We got Megan Rapinoe and Kyle Rittenhouse. What's the difference between Rapinoe and Rittenhouse? Rittenhouse doesn't miss miss shots (laughs) under pressure. (laughs) True story. Three for three. Yeah. Three for three. Kenosha hat trick. Yes. (laughs) Those hats on the rinks. Rinks, not rinks, plural. You never play on two rinks. Uh, Okay. We got some Klansmen. When you go to vote and you're the only Republican there, you see a fine gentleman in a hat, a suit. He's got a trench coat over his arm. That's the truth. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> the Dems don't like the truth, but that's the truth. Freaking evil ass bitches. Um, okay. We've got a, a husband and a wife, presumably. I'd like a burger. Is vegan okay? Is Monopoly money okay? <laughs> Responds the husband. Uh, <laughs> um, did you mix these up between the two? No. Okay, because... Do you want me to? Just jumble them up some. I mean, do this one. But okay. Jumble them up some because I know based on some of the ones that uh, Zach sent some great ones last night. Some people on Twitter sent some good ones last night. I know there's some good ones here. I'm not saying yours aren't good, but I, I want to make sure that we we end on some good <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying yours are good. Yeah, I want to make sure know. we end on some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what they are. I don't see a disco. I don't. I don't know what they are. I know Zach. I, I was getting in the shower last night, and Zach sent me one, and I wanted to vomit. I've already referred to it once. I know there's some some good ones in there. This one's pretty good too. Uh, we got Michelle and Jill on a couch. Reasons why your husband won't touch you. Michelle says mine's bigger than his. And Jill says, I'm over 12. <laughs> okay, pretty good. Definitely true. Definitely true. Here, I got another one with Michelle in it. Oh. Ah. 
Is that Dylan? Yeah. So we got Dylan on the left in a gown, a cocktail dress, concealed carry, concealed carry, and then Michelle open carry with a very pronounced crotch shot there. <laughs> Bigger than me. Um, okay. A good – we got Clint Eastwood – has anybody checked on him lately? We, we do need to check on him. Yeah, we haven't heard from Clint. Let's go. We're going to Carmel this week. Uh, a good kick in the balls will solve your gender confusion. It's true. He's in Carmel, right? Isn't he in Carmel? He Yeah. He used to be. He, he was the mayor, yeah. I don't know yeah. if he still lives there. Uh, I think this was a Matt Couch one. We got the from the old Nancy Reagan, you know, drugs. This is your brain. 1987, this is your brain on drugs. 2023, you can't afford the egg. The gas stove is being outlawed. The only thing you can get is the drugs. <laughs> yeah, for free. Yeah. Out of a vending machine. Out of a vending machine <laughs> on the streets of New York. You're right, Disco. Uh, okay. Keep firing them in there. You know the, well, I can't think of this uh, artist's name. Drake. Drake. The music video where he's dancing, he's doing the shake off. You may, no, you know, so this is Biden's face over him right there. Okay. So it's sending aid to Hawaii. No, no, no. Sending aid to Ukraine. And then he's like smiling. Yeah. Yep. I bet Joe's into Drake. Probably. Uh, that's probably what he works out to. <laughs> yes. Uh, we got Barack leaning into Joe. Joe saying, I take a shit every morning at 8 a.m. Barack saying, that's good. So what's the problem? That's that sounds like a Jill problem to me. Probably not. It's a taxpayer funded position of someone who gets to clean that stuff off. Uh okay, what do we got here, Disco? Three three years ago today, gas was two dollars a gallon, eggs were a dollar a dozen, mortgage rates were three percent, inflation was less than one percent, we had full employment and world peace. What happened? Hmm. What did happen? A lot. A lot has happened. Um, okay. Yeah, this is this is nice. This is one yeah, of those yeah, old, yeah, yeah. Um, old schooly ones. We got the woman up top. No uterus, no opinion on abortion. And then the guy in the bottom. Okay, no guns, no opinion on gun laws. That's right. Yeah. Check yourself before you check yourself. You don't eat. have a uterus. Yeah. I don't either. And actually, I have an opinion on both. And I feel like my my opinions and your opinions, Tom and Disco, are are good. Uh, so we'll continue to share opinions on that. Um, some jokes just write themselves. We got Michelle Obama spread eagle. Man spreading. Man, man spreading for sure. And then Justin Trudeau, who just announced he's gay, crossing his legs. I don't know how dudes sit like that. I can't do it. My son can do it because <clears throat> his legs are longer than I am. And I, I'm kind of jealous, but I don't get it either. Because people always look so casual and comfortable when they do that. It's like, but hold on. How, how do you get over there? And then you try, and then you smash your nuts in the process. <laughs> yeah. And then you realize my hips just aren't that flexible. And then it's like, okay, I've got bad hips, and I've smashed my nuts. <laughs> yeah. This was an awful, an awful thing. All an attempt to look sophisticated. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So now, now it's just like, give me a drink. I'm spread eagle. I'm back. <laughs> You're out of breath because you're in pain. Yes. <laughs> Here's the next one. Okay. As you ask for an ice bag from the waitress. <laughs> yeah. Instead of calling them conspiracy theories, we should call them spoiler alerts. What it feels like right now. True story. Yeah. We're we're all kind of on a on a road. <laughs> this one. <laughs> it's Bud Light's new campaign. <laughs> 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 
Got the neck of it in. <laughs> Not his first time. It's Trudeau. Neck. Yeah. And, and you know when you can when you can grin and really put a smile on during that. So that's it's when you know you you've made it. You're really no. in your sweet spot. Um, <laughs> something is really in its sweet spot. This is similar to the one Disco showed earlier. Um, how BlackRock is looking at Maui right now. Hundred percent. I love that they even wrote on BlackRock. BlackRock, <laughs> as if most people brand their suits or their blazers that way. Uh, that reminds me, Tom. We didn't get to talk last night about the plan for blazers that I have. We'll talk about it later tonight. Uh, um, but that was good, and that hundred percent is what's happening. Hundred percent. I know we've talked about it a lot this week, but you're gonna see. Just wait until you see what goes up there. You're not gonna see small little single family homes pop up in mom and pop shops. That is not gonna be the the, the new Lahaina. No, it's not. And sure. nor will the ownership records uh, with the with the city document as much. Okay, we've got uh, Greta Greta up top. Thunberg saying you've stolen my childhood, and then <laughs> young children who are actually dealing through stuff saying, "Hang in there, Greta." <laughs> what has he got? What's he got? It's like a it almost looks like a crowbar, but I can't tell. It's like a big yeah, he's on a big mound of garbage trying to sift through whatever he can find scraps to eat. Mm. I don't say mm, in a good way. That sounded like. <laughs> Got my electric bill. Went outside to check the meter, and it just literally <laughs> says bend over. <laughs> that's kind of uh, how it feels. That's true. Kind of how it feels. Uh, <laughs> this is a fair point. <laughs> yeah. so what I used to look for, we've got TNA up top. And then we've got just pictures up close of um, <laughs> Adam's apples Adam's apple or whatever the person's name apple is. Um, and that's a, that is a key yeah. indicator. Is there, is there a bulge in the crotchal region and is there an Adam's apple? No, I, like literally I'm with the, the age of our children right now, it's, I've said to my wife, I, I said, I, I feel bad that she's gonna be like, I'm, I like a dude. You know, I like a boy. Cool. Was he a boy at birth too? Like, you know, that's the question I'm going to have to ask. Yeah. Because you're not going to know. No. I I agree. It's it's crazy. It's here's another Drake one. Another Drake one. It's the I guess it's the Democratic Party. It's a blackface. They I don't like it. One. Woman face. They're like transgender. It's okay that men no, can. Woman oh, face. Woman yeah, woman face. face. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one I I think you'll like. Okay, we got AOC up top. Kids in cages. She's sad. Again, that was her fake photo shoot. Yep, in that white outfit. In the white outfit. Adorable. Uh, and then overflow facilities for un- unaccompanied migrant children. Just smiling. smiley face. Mm. Okay. Anderson Cooper on the picture. Some chickens there. More households. Chad, Chad sent this one in. Chad coming up on Roundup in 20 minutes. More households keep chickens as pets than watch CNN in primetime. I, I have not seen that specific data, but I believe it to be it's true. It's got to be true. It's got to be true. Their ratings are absolute trash. We got Willy Wonka looking real serious. Watching normies slowly begin to question their fragile reality. He stares <laughs> into the depths of your soul. He's getting excited. He is. Yeah. He is. <laughs> Okay, what do we got? Read this to me. <laughs> if Read it the, to me in Morgan Wall. Uh, not Morgan Wall. <laughs> in, 
If the person who named walkie-talkies named everything, stamps, licky-sticky, defibrillators, hardy-starty, bumblebees, fuzzy-buzzy, pregnancy test, maybe baby, bra, <laughs> breasty-nesty, fork, stabby-grabby, socks, feedy-heedy, hippo, floaty-bloaty, and nightmare, screamy-dreamy. I feel like that's like what you would get if Jack Black named things. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he named the walkie-talkie. Maybe he did. <laughs> Maybe he did. That's that's definitely something that he would do. Captain Crunch. Yes. 100% yes to this. <laughs> the captain the captain is a good guy. I've known the captain a long time. We all have. We've eaten him and his product. <laughs> you know what? He's been the he's been the he's been the face uh, he's been the captain of a cereal for over 30 years now and he still hasn't gotten a promotion. I mean, you need, you know. But I mean, you're the captain of the ship. Like, what else? Could be an admiral. But but regular ships don't have admirals. Well, like a fleet. You know, like he looks like he's part of some British fleet. Serial ships don't have fleets. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> he has zero nautical background. What? <laughs> it's like me being a captain of a serial. And plus, well... This that meme is totally correct about chewing up the roof of your mouth. It kills it. But I love Captain Crunch. That's why Oops Berries is the way to go. Because it's, they're bigger. But you let them soak. They're all round. Yeah, they're all round. Soak. You got. It's like they're like grape nuts. You got to let them soak. So when you go to finally dig into that nice bowl of cereal. Oh, so you don't like eating the grape nuts hard? Mm. Mm. See, I don't like I don't like cereal that's set. It's got to still be crunchy. What about? Uh, did you ever have the um, frosted mini wheats? Yeah, love frosted. Like the, mini. either the long ones. There was the long ones in the red box, or there was like the orangish box that had the frost. The, the, the small ones, yeah. Smaller. Did you let those sit? Yes. Oh no, the frosting's not as good then. You got to get the crunch of the frosting. Yeah. What was the one? What was the one? What was the one that was just like the big? And when you'd pour the cereal in, it would like fall apart. It was like a big mini. It was like a big wheat. Weetabix. Yeah, I don't know. Is that what? It was? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Um, I do remember this. Remember when decency was on the ballot? Yeah. And you had <laughs> doing that stuff. What's wonder what's on the ballot this time? Yeah, interesting. Good question. He lives a different life. He very lives a different very life. different life than, than the, the rest. The of problem is, is all these photos end up on my computer, and I know my wife one day is just going to look through the hard drive and be like, "Why do you have Dude, all these?" I, I was just thinking <laughs> that the other day. I have so much gay porn <laughs> on my phone that if somebody were to see it, would be like, "What is going on, bro?" <laughs> Should we stop and talk? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually concerned because you have, we don't put that on the show, yeah. Tom. Because every so often I get a photo and then I send it on to you guys because I think it's funny and <laughs> I never erase them. And so they're just in there and it's like, every well, okay, I need, oh, somebody texted. All right, what do I have? Oh, two guys in sailor outfits. Here we go. And send that's probably a good thing for, like, when the government comes. Like, no, I'm on your team. Yeah, see, I got, I got, I got photos. Yeah. So we're clear. <laughs> this one's you. Uh, okay, I think we've shown this one before, but this is a good one. If socialism was a scented candle. You're right, we have shown this one. But it's still a good one. It's a good reminder. It's a good one. It is a good one. Uh, okay. Hold on. Trying to figure out. We mixed them up, so I'm trying to. Here's another Greta one. Is that Greta? Yes, Greta. The view from my doorbell camera while I cook a steak on my gas stove. She's just there, She's just there staring. staring. I love it. I love it. That would be kind of terrifying. She's got a very stern and serious face. 
we got a picture of January 6th, which they, of course, call an insurrection. It was not. I don't care if you are Republican or Democrat. It was not. I repeat, not, not, forward slash, not, again, an insurrection. And then social justice on the bottom, as I believe that was the Minneapolis police annex that's burning. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, normal people today. Hey, I think they're going to depopulate us. Me for the last five years. Mm-hmm. Feel <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. I feel you that. You can't. You don't say, huh? I like this one. We got everyone plays the. You know, not plays. They put up the U, Ukrainian flag. Like the I stand with Ukraine. I stand yeah. with Ukraine. They have it in their social media profile. Uh, whatever. We've got Michelle Obama and the the blue and yellow flag, and it says I stand. To, to urinate. urinate. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay, let's keep going. Test, testicular inju- injuries in this one's sports fantastic. Seem to be up. Uh, you look at 2020 there, it was all at zero and then just skyrockets. <laughs> it's true. Crazy. Crazy how that happens. True, but it is. True story. True story for sure. If a law is unjust, a man is not only right to disobey, he is obligated to do so. Thomas Jefferson getting serious on me. Yeah. This guy. Hey, you know, I thought, you know, why not throw in some serious ones here? Why not? We can have fun and be serious we at the can. same time. This one. Oh, oh that, see, this I think this is the one that made me throw up in my mouth last night. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Uh, Joe, and I believe that's older Hillary, right? Yeah, that's, yes. Don't take your diaper off. They're in the shower together, or they're naked. I don't know if they're in the shower. I was getting in the shower, so maybe I put that there. Don't take your diaper off. Just, just move, move it to the nobody's side. Nobody's whispering it. Just move it to the side. Because it's Biden. <laughs> Where are we at? Here we go. Sign language. I can't, I can't get past that last one. Sign language. Please. Thank you. No. Yes. And then the American American Airlines girl. Tiffany Gomez, you sweet alabaster doll who's who's getting lots of money now. When you see someone using your signature move, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Who said that one? <laughs> listening to the podcast, just... It's, yeah, it's okay. show. Uh, we'll just say Billy Bush. How about that? We'll just Billy say Bush, that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Billy grabbing lots of Bush. Um, my pronouns are they, them. They, them. I'm tr- doubling your rent. Probably a wise move yeah. because your place is probably going to get destroyed. The last thing before you see before you get murdered for eating a steak and it's just Greta and AOC. AOC looks happy, though. Yeah, well, she's here to stop you from eating meat. Steak, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one, there's, it's too small. We're gonna skip it. There's too, there's too small. Yeah, let's food. skip it. Here's let's this skip one. It. Okay. What the fuck is that noise, Private Vader? Do you have asthma? Do you need your mommy? Oh, that's right. She's dead. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and I think Full this metal is jacket and Star Wars. This is a good one. This is this here? is the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got a picture of Bill Clinton at the Resolute desk. The current generation probably doesn't even know that there are two people in this picture. <laughs> that is a good one. I always think of the, what was it, uh, SNL skit when it, uh, Will, Will Smith, well, not Will Smith, Will Ferrell is playing uh, Saddam Hussein. He's like, Monica! Like when they're talking on the phone. It's <laughs> such a great... <laughs> it is great. Uh, folks, this was fun. This was fun. We apologize that we had a late start today, but we're so glad to have spent time with you throughout the day. Thanks for being here, as always. 
Thanks for chatting and engaging as always. Please hit that like button if you have not already. We're headed to the post-show press conference. We still got we still got some time together, but we're headed to the post-show press conference now. Reminder, tomorrow is Friday, which means tomorrow is Coin Club. 11 a.m. Eastern, right here on Red Voice Media, or if you're on a different platform, it's on Red Voice Media. The way you get there, though, is go to dbcoinclub.com. D is in Drew, B is in Berkwist, dbcoinclub.com. You can sign up there, and then you can also uh, watch it there. Um, so go go check that out. It, if you if you sign up, you get you get access to the Friday content for sure. So please do that. You get um, the Friday show, 11 a.m. Eastern. Annual members get a challenge coin sent their way. Everyone gets entered into contests that we're doing right now. The con- <coughs> excuse me, the contest that we're doing is someone is going to win a free trip right here to the studio. We're going to have an in-studio extravaganza October 19th. You're going to have discounted hotel rates and all that. You've got to get yourself here, but there'll be discounted rates, and then we're going to take care of everything else. Free meal, open bar at the studio, appetizers, a gift bag. Again, someone's getting flown here for free, uh, so it's going to be a fun time. You'll be on the show. You'll be sitting in seats where you're on camera. Tom's going to be asking questions periodically. They'll probably be random as all get out, if we're being honest, and you guys all know that we that we are here and that Tom's going to ask random questions. But it's going to be a fun time. So come check it out. <clears throat> go uh, go to dbcoinclub.com to sign up. That's the way that you get started. Um, that's where you also go to watch. So we'll be there tomorrow. It's an hour. It's uninterrupted. No commercials. Just fun. Bunch of stories. There's a bunch of things that I wanted to even get to today that we get, didn't get to that we'll add on to tomorrow. So we'll do all of that. We'll look forward to seeing you guys there. We hope you have an awesome night. Stick around for RVM Roundup after the show here. And we'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow, Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, dbcoinclub.com. See you there. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sports, the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. and a little short on time so let's uh let's get right into it i'll um i'll take the the first question we got hey drew karen Mule, americans against truth karen. you spoke today about david hogg who is starting a new political action committee and once again gave him a hard time at any point are you and fellow conservatives going to stop badgering this young man who's been through so much and is doing so much for the gun control movement and initiative in america no, no, we're not. Next question. Sebastian J. Bombay, the Big Apple. Drew, my question to you is while the hubbub about a speedy trial, it says it right there in the Constitution that a defendant is entitled to a speedy trial. It seems to me that the DA in Georgia is looking for a speedy trial. The only reason why Trump and his cronies would ever, ever in a million years want to put the trial off is because of their guilt. Let's just 
be done with it and get it over with. What say you? I I say that that's uh, about what I'd expect you'd be thinking on this particular matter, Sebastian. Uh, Look, it's speeding through is never the right answer. It's just not. Like, I I, I get you want to get through things. You want to get to the outcome faster. We want to get to the outcome faster and call bullshit. You guys want to rush it through uh, and and try and capture everyone's uh, emotions, pull those heartstrings, get this thing to go your way. That's not what makes sense. That's not what's best for America. The question always has to be, what's best for America? Not what's best for Sebastian Bombay and your lame-ass you know, outlet or periodical that you work for. It needs to be what's best for, for America. Speeding these things through, it, it just further shows that it's all, it's all political nonsense. And, and I say that whether you're a Trump person or not. I mean, I, I, that, that, that's just the, 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 the fact of the matter here. Next question. Good afternoon, Drew. Glenn Morangi, Long Haul Trucker Tribune. My question is about the 9-11 mastermind terrorist, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. I want to know, why on earth are they taking the the, uh, death penalty off the table there, Drew? I'm very confused by this. If this guy's as bad as Omri as they say he is, then why isn't he uh, fitting to meet his maker? It's just there's something really, really awful about this, Drew, and I I can't quite put my finger on it. But at this rate, why don't, why doesn't Biden just just open up Guantanamo and send everybody else back to Afghanistan just the the way it was, but heavily armed than than when we showed up there in in October 2001? I, I have no idea what in the hell is going on. And the train of thought that's happening with these folks. You know, if we're going to outfit the Taliban, what, shouldn't we send their leadership back to? All right, Drew, I'm just, I'm, I'm, this has really gotten my craw, and, and it's really irritating to me. Thank you. It, it should be irritating, Glenn. I appreciate the question. I appreciate the sentiment. It's a, <clears throat> look, this is a ridiculous thing. You know, uh, the potential of this Biden administration plea deal. I forget what they called it, uh, pre-trial agreement or something like that, some bullshit to soften the blow to all of us, not the families in particular who suffered loss on 9-11, but but really all of us. This is is absolute – there's no words for it. There's a lawsuit that's saying, hey, the U.S. government and and the agency was too rough on these people. Yeah, you think they should have been. I frankly weren't rough enough. And, and I'm all, I'll am i be the first to tell you, as someone who's done a lot of interrogations of extremists all over the, the, the globe, you it doesn't always work to do enhanced interrogations. It doesn't always. It's not always the way to do it. There's times where it is. There's times where it's not. But when someone destroys two buildings, attacks our country, kills almost 3,000 people, do whatever the fuck you want to them. That's my policy. I think it should be ours. Not giving the death penalty sets the wrong precedent. It is a horrible mistake by this administration, but it's also not a very surprising one if we're, if we're all being honest with each other, right? Uh, let's take one last question. Good afternoon, Drew. Nancy Gate. Sonoma. Yeah, uh, the uh, battery uh, t-shirt. Uh, where, where am I? But my shoes, my shoes, my shoes. 
Do you have a no. question? Pumper nickel. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, Joe. 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 Black Sheep. Bye. 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 Thank you. cronies have lost over three trillion of america's retirement savings in 2022 alone with inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing do you have a plan to protect your wealth our friends at american alternative assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your ira or 401k into a gold ira fact is you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax deferred status Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.